BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Before we get started, we're going to say hi to everybody, starting off with my half-asleep, cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Where am I? Yeah, right. <laughs> what am I doing here? All right. Everyone! If anyone busts my chops today, they're going to be killed. They're dead. I have partied, 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 and drank and drank and drank. And last night we went to uh, the premiere showing of Studio City, Sean Kanan's new fabulous TV show, which I love and adore, uh, with hosts a cast of, of all celebrities uh, from soap operas. Teresa uh, Rogers, uh, Tristan Rogers' wife and I were at the same table, and she came back and she said, Ron, the drinks are $4. I said, go away. Four bucks a drink. Well, we had a few. You know, when you normally go out, it's 15 bucks a drink. So you kind of slow down. You have maybe two. It's 30 bucks plus a tip is a lot of money to get a little buzzed. But at four bucks, you can get smashed. And it was a great event. Uh, we drank. Yeah, I got, I'm not going to lie to you. I had a couple last night, maybe. <laughs> anyway, I had a few. And Teresa had quite a few. And everybody had quite a few. And we all got kind of happy and fun. But the next day, you pay for it. Of course, driving home from L.A. to Palm Springs is a two-hour drive. So we didn't get home till 3 in the morning. And the more illustrious dogs decided to bark at 5. Because one of them wanted to go out. For what reason, I'll never know. Just to torture us. And 
we let the dog. I, I'm not speaking. Don't start with me, James, because know, this we microphone. We have to say hi to everybody. You're supposed to tell microphone microphone all these things after we say hi. I, I'm no. I'm in no mood for structured. All right. Show. So what's up? We got everybody. Don't we start a, with me, James. We have a chat room full of people. What's up, everybody? We'll tell you about all our events because we went to three amazing events: Friday, Sunday, and last night. Uh, we are a little under the weather and exhausted because we. We got like four hours of sleep for three nights, so it's uh hasn't been a lot. I'm, but I'm about is to terrific. start a fundraiser, sending Ron Russell money so he could divorce Jimmy Starr, a dollar each. That's all. Yeah. So if like three hundred people sent me a dollar each, that's three that three thousand dollars. That's what a divorce costs. Because he's very mean. I'm not he's, mean. He's very mean. We to have me. a chat room full of people. Let's say hi to some people. First of all, we got our Scotty J. Rock Titan is in the chat room. We got Teresa Sabin. We got Jane Doe, who's actually Angela, which Ron has his own nickname that I Angie told me I'm not allowed to ba- say. An- well Angie Baby belongs to me, James, not you. So keep off. Right, Angie, baby, it's you and I all the way. We've got Cindy Lady Lake in the chat room. Hey, Lady Lake. We have Eileen Shapiro in the chat room. Hi. We were with her on the weekend. Uh, hi, flat-chested Eileen. We also have uh, Billy Hess in the chat room, who was oh also with God. us for the weekend. Oh, my God. Oh my. I should put a mask on so I don't catch something. Then we got Bruce Glasgow just joined us in the chat room. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of people. Oh, Dave Bruce, from Stars Bruce. Now, use K. Um Let's see. Did you know I have a friend on Facebook and Eileen Shapiro? Listen to this. It's not a joke. It's the truth. His name is something Glasscock. And I thought to myself, could you imagine saying, hi, my name is Joe Glasscock? The jokes that are played with that. It was hilarious. All right. So last. Ha- there's a fly in the studio, so I'm going to kill myself. Okay. <laughs> so what we want to do. Okay. So last night we went to a screening of Studio City. It's available on Amazon Prime. It's created by Super Soap star and actor Sean Kane and his wife, Michelle. Michelle um, does the casting, and she's a producer, and she's beautiful. And some of the people in the show besides Sean Kanan include Tristan Rogers, Patrika Darbo, Scott Turner Schofield, Carolyn Hennessy, Melissa Risso, Philip Bruin, Sarah Brown, Michael James Lazar, Aaron Michelle Soto, Juliet Vega, and several others. And Judith Chapman was there. Yes. Uh, the, the room was filled with every soap star you could ever imagine. And some of them were the heartthrobs of years ago. You know, they were young and gorgeous, and now they're old and gorgeous, you know, still good. But um, I met my soon-to-be wife on the air because I've been in a role on Studio City to play Sean Kanan's dad. And I met the woman that's playing his mother right now, and she's a phenomenal, famous actress. And we bonded right away, and we started hugging and kissing. So I think it's going to be a good chemistry uh, I don't know exactly what my character is, but I'm supposed to be a Hollywood big meg- mega producer who knocked her up when she was a young girl, resulting in Sean Kanan being our son. Now Sean Kanan has to come and confront me and say to me, you know, are you my biological father? I have no idea what I'm going to say. The script hasn't been written yet, but I'm going to say just like say, fuck you. No. But I don't think they're going to do that because it's class television. Yes. It's not going to do that. Of course not. Anyway, some of the other people that were there, Renee Lawless, who's one of the stars of Tyler Perry's The Have and the Have Nots, uh, was on there. And then do you guys remember um, the show Growing Pains uh, with Kirk Cameron and Alan Thicke? Um, anyway, one of the other people that was there, which I was kind of excited because I love that show Growing Pains. I thought it was a fabulous show. And the guy who played um, The Son... Uh, on there, uh, the, the, uh, what's the guy's name? Kirk Cameron's younger Kirk, brother. Yeah. 
uh, the guy who played Kirk Cameron's younger brother on there, his name's Jeremy and uh, Jeremy Miller. And he was there and he was super, super cool with his and he was with his wife and his two kids who were in their 20s. And he didn't look like he was over 20 himself. Um, so it was really, really. But the cool. highlight of the evening for me was uh, the sexiest man in the world, tall, thin, so handsome. I mean, sexy. I look at him and I thought, gee whiz, if Jimmy wasn't in my life, I'd be with this one. The only problem is he was a woman and now he's a transsexual man, but the most stunningly beautiful man. He's in the film also. He plays a transsexual. Scott Turner Schofield. Yeah, Scott Turner Church. Uh, Schofield. Schofield. I'm sorry, Scott. He is absolutely the nicest, most war- the warmest, the most loving human being I've ever met. We hugged and, and held each other. I met his wife, who he's married to, who's a straight woman. And he's gorgeous. Girls, if you saw him, you'd never know he was ever a woman. And gay guys out there, you'd drop on him in a minute. Anyway, he was there, and I spent a lot of time with he and his wife because I love him. He's coming on our show to talk about why and how and what it's like being a transsexual. Transgendered. Transge- well, transsexual. Because- no, transsexual is not the same thing. Well, what is it? Gender or? He's transgender. Oh, so he's not a sexual. No, uh, sexual means they have a wang sewn on, and gender means they still have snatches, but they dress like men. No, I, you shouldn't say it that way. It's that's not very. Well, like that's that. the only way to make it clear, Jimmy. No, it's not. Of course it is. Gender is what you are. Male gender, female gender. Sexual is what you got between your legs. No, transsexual is a person who feels like they belong to the opposite sex. Who wrote that shit? Every tranny the dictionary. I, oh, fuck the dictionary. <laughs> Every, I look, I know 100 trannies in person. I know the first one, she was a Mexican girl, man, who became a woman and be, later became a Mexican TV uh, soap opera star. I think because this is a really touchy subject, though, I think we have to, you have to be very specific with it because people get very offended. Oh, get, get over your offense. Please, I'm so sick of, <laughs> of offended people. At the Oscar party that was thrown by the fabulous clothing designer... Sue Wong, who loved me, danced with me, and hung out with me, you know, and called me gorgeous to boot. Everybody was upset because I, she said to me, Ron, I don't feel well. I'm very nervous, and I, ha- I think I have pneumonia. I said, well, when you go home, make yourself some nice wonton soup. And everybody said, oh, it's so racist, so racist. I said, what the fuck is racist about wonton soup? It's a soup. Anyway, they carried on. So Jimmy, even my, the, the traitor that he is, he said, oh, it was racist. It was not racist. It was and funny. I didn't say it was racist. It was yes, just you funny, did, you but lying it was inappropriate. Fuck. You're a lying it fuck. It was very inappropriate, it, On my it Facebook was page, you said it was racist. Anyway, I explained, if I was at a party that Sophia Loren was uh, doing, and it was all about Italy, I would ex- say to her, go home and have some nice Italian vegetable soup. Or if it was, you know... The fiddler on the roof, and we were doing a Jewish theme. I would say, go home and get some Yiddish chicken soup. It's not prejudice; it's just honoring the the cuisine of the person. Sue Wong loved him, but and I was very apropos, and Sue Wong was not the least bit offended. She got a little upset when I said to her, "The last person I was with that had so many feathers on was Jaja Gabor," and she turned to me and she said, "Don't ever compare me to Jaja Gabor." So I guess she didn't like Zaza. But we were on the red carpet being interviewed and by the Sue Wong interviewer. And that she said, would you like to say something nice to Sue Wong about this event? And Ron said, have you ever seen the movie 
the whatever fabulous life of Susie Wong. No, you're wrong. I said, did you ever see the, the movie The World of Susie Wong? With William Holden. You didn't say with William Holden. You just no, said with and Nancy, I'm telling the audience, and Nancy Kwan. It was a wonderful movie. I have it, I own it, and I love it, and I watch it often. And that's Everybody a, like was cracking the Well, fuck no, up. because that's the first time. This one's name is Susie Wong, and the Her one in the movie was Susie no, Wong. No, she's named Sue Wong. Well, it's There's short for Susie. No, it's not. <laughs> you don't know that. And then he said, I'm starving. I hope they're going to have good Chinese food. <laughs> no, no, no. I said, I hope they serve Chinese food. Yeah. And everybody at our, my table had a fit. They said, oh, you can't say that. I said, fuck all of you. You can't speak English anymore. What's wrong with wanting to have Chinese food? The whole evening was about China. The entertainment, the music, the fashion show was all about China. This was a China event. So you, so what are you going to serve? Hamburger? It was hilarious. You no, know, you served Chinese food. And then Sue Wong but came up minute. to him and said how gorgeous he was, though, and danced she with did. him. She did. She's a sweetie pie. But um, anyway, uh, the, the hors d'oeuvres were all Chinese food. They were wontons and all kinds of goodies. Chicken. They had good chicken. So they did a, a, an hors d'oeuvre hour of, of Chinese food. I would have loved some wonton soup because, you know, it, it was cold and rainy. And we had some fabulous Anyway, I'm just so sick there. and tired of everybody getting so fucking offended. You know, get over yourselves. Look at what's in the world. Worry about AIDS. Worry about your dogs being kidnapped. Worry about your children being kidnapped. Worry about Bullying. slaving. Worry about all the garbage that's going on in this degenerate world. Don't worry about what people say. Worry about the there's coronavirus. A thing called, there's a thing called <laughs> freedom of speech. You know, if you don't like what somebody says, just shut your fucking ears and your mouth at the same time because it's a little nauseating that somebody got offended over wonton soup and yet what's going on in the world, we're almost at war with South China. You know, you made wonton soup an issue? Please, you shallow bitch. You know, there's so many it was hilarious. more important things in the world to it was, discuss. It was so much fun. Anyway, the, and the event was wait amazing. Wait a minute, wait. The drinks were open bar free. Sue Wong was wonderful because she didn't charge anybody the drinks. So, of course, everybody was drinking up a storm and feeling their oats. So we had a good time at that beautiful affair. It was magnificently gorgeous. The, the, everything was beautiful. It was elegant and done well. Then we all ganged out and went to the Roosevelt Hotel across the street from the Chinese Grauman Theater in Hollywood for another after party where everybody was barely standing, but we survived. And then there's a little uh, luncheonette in the Roosevelt Hotel that's just a select group of fabulous people like Sadie Katz and Miles Riff and uh, who else was there? Garrick Lee was with Garrick us. Garrick Lee was and with Dean K. Piper Dean from Piper. W4CY Woo! Radio. We yeah. spent the whole day with him. We had a blast. Yeah, we let we let him hang out with us because we felt bad. Nobody liked him. <laughs> Everybody ignored him. He went over to talk to people. They turned their back on him. <laughs> yeah, right. And I felt terrible. So I said to Jimmy, just lie to our friends. Give him some money if you have to, to be nice to Dean. Sadie anyway. was awesome. No, Dean, we had a blast. No, with Dean. Dean is a doll. I love Dean. Dean and I have a fabulous relationship. It's a sarcastic one. We insult each other constantly. And to see who could out insult the other one, I win, of course. But yeah. Dean is a great Dean guy. did interviews on the red carpet. He was fabulous. He sat at a table with our, our <laughs> great friend, CeCe Hendricks, who was there. We're going to come back and tell you guys more about some of the people that were there. And then we're going to tell you about the movie premiere that we all went to on Friday night. But first, got to like have a guest call in. So what we're going to do now is we're going to call 
our first guest. His name's Jose Santiago Jr. And uh, let's see if we can get him on the line. How about you got that rock in there, Scotty J? Oh, wait a second. Before we get him on, I got to do something really quick. I'm so sorry. No, we'll come back to that. No, they're but... waiting. I said it would be the first 10 minutes Oh, hang of the on, show. Scotty. Okay. Hang on. Uh, somebody there gave me this. They said they're manufacturing it. It's a cream. I said, what the fuck am I going to do with this cream? So I took it thinking, okay, I'll be polite. And the girl, beautiful girl, said, can I rub your fingers? I thought, can you put it on my penis? Anyway, she said, no, your fingers. I said, okay. She rubbed it on my fingers. And this finger, my index finger that doesn't move due to an automobile accident and neuropathy set in plus, uh, what is that shit Arthritis. called? Arthritis. I put this cream on. 20 minutes later, my finger was moving, folks. This is something that really works. Jimmy, I can't read. What okay, you guys. So the name of the company is Platin Pow- Platin- Platinum Power Cream. And uh, it's all—it's a muscle joint and pain reliever with all natural ingredients. And the website is platinumpowercream.com. Uh, our little thing got a little bit messed up because the dog ate it. <laughs> See, even the, do- the even the dog <laughs> even the dogs it. love it, but, but it, really, it really works. It really works, folks. So go on their web page and look. Platinumpowercream.com. At- right, and order something from there. Give it a shot. If it doesn't work, let me know because then I'll say they're phonies. But, but if it, it for Ron. But if it works like it worked for me, then I'm going to say I will. I will push it and say, hey, folks, you know, you don't have to suffer from arthritic pain in your hands or feet anymore. Or, or your penis, if that hurts from arthritis, you can have a beautiful girl rub your penis with this cream, and it will definitely make it feel better. There you go. Also, we had some other people jump jump in. I, uh, Pat Grant joined us. Hello. <laughs> Excuse me, everybody. Ch- um, I don't know if I said hi to Bruce Glasgow or not, but lots of people jumping in. So what's up, everybody? And uh, now we're going to give a call to our first guest, Jose Santiago Jr. So uh, how about you give him a call, Scotty J? Let's see if we can get him on the line. Uh, in the meantime, hope everybody's having a good time in the chat room. We had a great time. Um, you guys should have seen how gorgeous Eileen, Billy Hess, and his gorgeous husband, Mark DeAlwis, famed New York City hairstylist. Uh, they all looked phenomenal at the uh, celebrity events. Celebrity hairstylist. Yes, he does all the famous people. He does all the movie stars and people in theater and Broadway. He's phenomenal. His salon is in Sutton Place, darling which is one of the chicest areas of Manhattan, New York City. And he is so gorgeous and so much fun, and they looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, also Soho Johnny was with us, everybody. And- yeah, but Eileen Shapiro really disappointed me and spoiled my evening because she had a gown on that went down to nowhere, and it was all see-through, and you could see her entire breasts. And what did she go and do? She hung some cheesy fucking necklace over it that was like five by five, and it covered her cleavage and her boobs. <laughs> And I was so depressed. I kept lifting the necklace saying, take off the fucking necklace. And she said, no, no, no. I said, listen, you got tits, show them. And also, you guys, though, go to Facebook. Look at Ron's and Maya's page on Facebook because we've posted hundreds of pictures from all our events. And now we want to, like, so, first of all, please say something so we can make sure we can hear you. All right, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, everybody. Yeah. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. The Latin Pacino, Jose Santiago Jr. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey guys, thank you for having me, man. I'm honored and humbled. So you guys, we were at the nation's wait, wait, fight. On. You are one handsome son of a bitch. You know, you know, I, I think you got to give that to my mom. You know, she's the one who held me for nine months. I think she gave me a little extra time in the oven, so I had come out perfect. Oh, I believe in that. <laughs> you know, I believe we are what we're created by. All Definitely. Ron's daughters are gorgeous too. He's and got my, two my mother, I, saw pictures. I saw pictures of them. Very beautiful girls. Yeah, and my mother was a beauty. She was an actress. She was a, quite a beautiful woman. So uh, hold on. Let me tell the little story, you guys. So we were at you guys when we went to Nam, we went to the nation's fire premiere, 
And uh, that's Thomas Churchill's film with Lorraine Landon. And we went to the premiere, and we were all doing the red carpet. And Ron Brinks is like good-looking guy over to I me. I discovered him, and I walked up to him as I do my usual thing, and I said, who are you and what do you do? And when he told me, I thought, you know what? This guy needs a push because he's got what it takes. So I said to Jimmy, let's put him on the show. And here he is. And he's a really cool guy, you guys. He he's is a very really cool. cool guy. And we he had a great time nice, with him nice that night. Nice fella. Nice fella. And he doesn't even live in L.A. He goes back and forth to Chicago. And you guys have seen him because he's been on Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. And uh, his name's Jose Santiago Jr. And if you follow him on social media, he's at actor Santiago Jr., uh, real quick, we got a chat room full of people. We got the England, Germany, UK. Oh, UK, that's the same. Canada, <laughs> United States. We got a bunch of places represented, so just say hi to everybody in the chat room. How you guys doing? It's an honor to see you guys and hear you guys and meet you guys. And he's saying, you, they're all saying you got a great smile. You're stunning. No, you got to see him in cute. person. He's better in person. Yeah, he's in person. He's <laughs> yeah, smoking. Right, I mean, right now, he's got like cheesy lighting, you know, the usual shit from a computer. But <clears throat> I could picture him on film, but in person, he's really handsome. And we drank last night, so don't expect anything great from me. The, oh. drink, the drinks the were four. The wait, funny. the drinks were four bucks each. Four oh. bucks. Good vodka. It, I no, this was a screening of a of a TV show for a friend of ours. Four bucks. Tristan Powers' wife, uh, Tristan Rogers. Roger's wife and I, Teresa, were knocking them back like there was no tomorrow. So right now, I'm what is called hungover. Oh, oh I yeah. get it. I, I have, I've had that a couple times. I can <laughs> I can barely I can barely see. No, really, my eyelids won't stay. I can put toothpicks under them. Boing. There you go. So listen up, you guys. This is this. Uh, first of all, follow him in social media at actor Santiago Jr. You've seen him on TV. You've seen him in commercials. Uh, his movie career is is starting to dwindle, but he's got some fucking cool story about how he became an actor. And I don't want to wreck it. And we no. don't give us a really long version. Give us no. like a short short version short for everybody version. to get it. Yeah, give us a short version. All right. Um, 14 and a half years as an executive chef in the business. I did that. I worked for Donald Trump. I went to New York. I went to Chicago. I opened up the casino boat, steakhouses, the, anything with the casinos I, we were, we, I was doing. Um, 14 years passes by, just like that. My daughter was four years old. She wakes up one day and tells me, Dad, are you coming to my graduation? Broke my heart. 18 years old. Missed 14 years of her life being a chef. Uh, quit that. I was done. Never going to do it again. Resigned from the corporation as executive corporate chef and went on my business. Funny thing is, I'm unemployed. Uh, broke is a joke. Looking for the next big thing to do. And I'm on my way to visit my mom, who lives in Hammond, Indiana. And on December 21st, 2012, there was an armed bank robbery in progress at a BMO Harris Bank. And lo and behold... That was me and my friends from Brooklyn. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, your friends, and you got away. Your friends from Brooklyn, they're gone. They're, they're, up, they're, up, they're up the river. <laughs> and they don't squeal. They never get about my name. Well, hey, you know, they're not a rat, you know, so you got to take care of them. Give them some commissary or something. Exactly. No, finish the story. Tell them, because this is a so, good story. <laughs> so um, I hear gunshots. I'm at the gas station. I hear gunshots going on. I think the bank, the gas station's getting robbed, and everybody's looking at the bank. I, I look over. I see this police officer who's laying down, who's been shot four times in the leg. And in today's society, people are sick. People are disturbed and people are, are just grotesque. They're sitting there with their cameras videotaping this man bleeding and no one is helping him. So what I did, I just I left my truck at the gas station. I ran across the street to the bank, got over there, grabbed him up, you know, picked him up, grabbed his leg and wrapped the tourniquet around it to stop the bleeding. They hit his artery. 
um, not knowing what I was doing. I'm not a doctor. I'm just I was just going to see my mom, and uh, I get a I get a shot fired at me because I guess the guy came back to to finish the police officer and thought it was just going to be him. But when he turns the corner and hits the, the round of the SUV, there I am. He freaked out. He shot down. I said, "You son of a bitch!" So he ran. I jumped up, and the cops calling for backup. There's a guy chasing two armed two armed bank robbers who just shot him. Officer down. And um, I just lost it. I don't know what happened. Um, the adrenaline kicked in, the anger. Uh, I was just, I wasn't bothering anybody. I was trying to help. And when I turned the corner, the guy was about six houses behind the bank and he opened fire and shot at me five times. I just stopped, froze. I didn't know what to do. The guy jumps the fence. I look, I'm not hit. I go back to my truck, which they never seen. Come around the corner. There they are. Jumping into a Cadillac, taking off real slow, doing like 15 miles an hour down the street. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an area where houses are at. I mean, this, you know, people got to drive slow. Cops are flying past them. I'm on, I'm on the this the the OnStar on my truck, talking to the, to the uh, dispatch, saying you guys are going the wrong way, you stupid asses. This guy's getting away. They're in a black Cadillac, tinted windows, and I got a big gray four door truck. I'm right behind them. They tell me to back off. I said back off. This son of a bitch shot at me. I'm not backing off. So. We get around the corner. They get ready to hit the highway. I hit the back of the car. They spit out. Cops come. Case closed. Uh, they take us all in. And because of my, my history uh, in the streets, they thought I was involved with, uh, with this incident. And I wasn't. So they interrogated me for about four hours. I ended up receiving um, Akitawa City for Hammond, Indiana. Uh, I'm a recipient of that. I also am a recipient of the FOP award. For outstanding citizen of the year for assisting a wounded police officer during an armed bank robbery. That's so cool. Oh, wait a second. Now I got to get political. And so I'm going to be a little evil because I'm half loaded. <laughs> you know, the cops have got to get over the fact that because you're Hispanic, you're yes. a criminal. You're a criminal. You know, when I lived in Beverly Hills years ago, this is many years ago, I love uh, my friends, and many of my friends were black. Many. Um, one evening, about four of them, and they were famous people. I won't say who they are, but they're movie actors. Well, I can. One was Greg Morrison from right. Mission Impossible. I love Greg. Great guy. And a bunch of other people. And the, the Beverly Hills police pulled them over. Get out of the car. Show me your ID. Of course, one of them got arrogant. They spun him around, handcuffed him for resisting arrest, which was totally ridiculous. And then the one cop said to them, Go in your own neighborhood. We don't want you here. Oh. And, and what are you doing here? No, and what are you do? Are you looking to rob? So he said, no, my name is Greg Morris, and I'm, I'm on Mission Impossible. I'm a, I'm a star, and we're going to Ron Russell's house for a party. And they wanted to know who I was, what I did. I mean, these fucking cops are demented sometimes. Are. I hope that's changing. Yeah, you know, I, I do too. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have, uh, I have cousins and, and some of my brothers. Uh, some of the guys that I grew up with in school, I call my brothers because there's only so many left on my hand I can count. The rest are dead or in prison. Uh, but th some of them are great cops. Some of them are great sheriffs. And, and I do applaud the ones that go out every day and do their job correctly, properly, and with respect. I do applaud those police officers. I'm not saying I hate them. But the ones that I dislike, and like, like, just like you, um, I don't, we don't have time for that. I mean, come on, man. Life is hard enough. 
from no, us in, that in, live, in the, go out and be threatened by police officers. In the, right. fi- in the final analysis of these cops, I came to this conclusion. These cops don't feel that way. They're told that way by the people of Beverly Hills. They call. They all have clout. People in Beverly Hills are rich. They're connected. They know the presidents and all that shit. Yeah. They tell them keep blacks and Hispanics out of our neighborhood. We're all. We're only whoever have, wherever we are. That was a long time ago. Though. Oh, that it was must have that was some. back when I when I owned my house in Beverly. Was when you, you told af- me to remind you about the food. Oh yeah, when you could live <laughs> in Cali- when you could afford to live in Los Angeles. So I think I think though, first of all, I think the story is amazing. Second of all, so then you got to do TV shows and stuff, and that because that's how you kind of broke into the whole acting yeah. thing, right? Yeah, well, I actually I actually did a couple of interviews on the news, and people were like, "Are you insane? You got your face plastered all over the newspapers, all over the news media that you're the guy that caught the two guys who shot the cop and are going to go do time in prison." Did I get? Um, uh, death threats, yes, I did. But you know what? Coming from the street, it was just another day in the office, so to speak. I, I'm not scared of anybody. You know what? And I wasn't bothering anybody. And that's when the transition decided I started to turn my life around. Um, because they gave me a second chance. They said that we couldn't give you a reward because technically $210,000 is not even missing. We got it in route. So what can we do for you? And all I asked was, by any miracle, I don't care god allah buddha whoever by any, miracle, <laughs> by any miracle could you guys do me a favor and, and give me a second chance at life and they were like yeah you know you ran you ran drugs back and forth from chicago and indiana for almost 20 years I'm, never got caught but you were always on the radar and i said I, i'm just you know i'm just i was trying to take care of my family that's what i didn't hurt people that wasn't my job um and all i asked was for a clean slate lo and behold Jobs that I could not get because of my record. Started you to got. There yeah. you go. I don't even have a traffic ticket on my on my on my record right now. And I'm like, what happened to all those? Um, I guess that key to the city badge on there and the FOP award, it stands for something. And absolutely. Would I do it again in a heartbeat? Oh, absolutely. Heartbeat. But do you feel like you're boring now? Don't you miss the other person? That you was know, an exciting person. It was. I was. I had a great life. I mean, I, I had the party. I'm from I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, well, okay, you know, I, I'm yeah. Italian from Brooklyn. Need I go oh, any well, further? Forget about it. You know, you know what right, I'm saying. Right, exactly. So I know what that life is like, and the the, the, the hundred dollar bills just fly. Yeah, everything yeah, is a hundred dollar. Tip the waiter a hundred. Tip the car guy a hundred. By the way, right. everybody in the chat room is saying how much they really like you. They're enjoying hearing you talk. Well, now I want to hear. I'm going to ask you one question. I want the truth. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Are you going right. to answer it? Yes. Can you can you act? Can I act? Yes. <laughs> okay. I got to go. St- uh, my daughter's birthday is tonight, and I'm making dinner, and I have a chicken in the oven with potatoes and onions and He'll be right rosemary. Back. <laughs> so I got to turn it off. I'll be right <laughs> back. I'll be right I'm back. here. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, so then tell us. So so all these this this wonderful stuff, keys to the city, everything happens, and what did that parlay into your first – what was the first role you got then from that? Believe it or not, it was Chicago Fire as a background actor. There you go. Chicago so, Fire. It's a great show. Great show. First season. First season. Right off the, right off the jump. Um, I get called out to, to come meet the, the cast and crew. And I'm like, I'm not an actor. They're like, no, we want, we want you on the show. I'm thinking, I'm going to be a movie star so, or a TV star. So I get there, and it, it's really funny, mm-hmm. Ron. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's just um, it's to the point where... I get there and they tell me, okay, you're going to wear this and then just walk back and forth. 
no, no, I've done a lot of that, so I know what that is. You know what that's like. So I, was, I said, okay, let me, let, me, let me entertain this. You know, So I go and I walk back and forth and back and forth and forth and back and sideways and up and down, whatever they want me to do. Um, uh, two days of that, and, and I told the guy, uh, the, the guy with, that was holding the extras, I said, you know what? Fuck this. I ain't doing this shit no more. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, what do you mean? I said, dude, this is not what I, I didn't, I'm not an actor. I said, you know what? I'm going to thank you for the opportunity, but I don't want to do this shit. So he runs, tells the director that the guy's leaving. The, he comes over. He's like, hey, wait a minute, dude. He goes, you're, you're like a national hero. You're like a, a, a local hero here in two states. He goes, you just can't walk. I said, what do you mean walk off the show? No one's seeing me. I'm just a big blur. Going back and forth. <laughs> you know? So he tells me, he goes, look, show up tomorrow. I said, all right, for you, um, I'll show up. And uh, I showed up. He takes me into wardrobe and tells the girl to put this man in a firefighter suit. And I said, I'm not a firefighter. You know, there's, there's rules and stuff, you know, you know, locals and unions and crap. And he goes, I don't care. You're a hero. You're a real hero. These guys are playing heroes on TV. You're a real hero. So he puts me in a firefighter suit. Next thing you know, I'm not a, I'm not a extra. Now I'm a featured extra. Featured every extra, scene yes. With these guys. So fast forward, I go after that, I get booked on Sinister 2, the horror movie. I play the dentist's dad. Yeah, we had a whole bunch of people from the first Sinister on our show. Yeah, so I, I played the dentist's dad in part two. I'm the last scene at the end of the movie where it makes you not want to go see a dentist again. <laughs> um, Hang on, I want to go back to go back to the extra thing for a second, though, because, like, you know what? I've been an extra in, like, 50 freaking movies, and, right. and, and I went there, and I did it, and, and I did it because it's fun, and I met people, and I used to live in Florida, and when I lived in Florida, I would be an extra, and there'd be all kinds of film producers, and then I'd get cast in all these indie films. And I suck. I can't act at all. But my promotional skills are off the chain like there isn't a person better than me. Jimmy's the best PR guy in the business. No bullshit. I'm not lying. Um, so I but got into acting, stuff. acting, forget it. He's so a sinking ship. So last night, ship. though, we were at that Studio City thing, and Eva LaRue was there. Eva LaRue was, was one of the main characters on CSI Miami for like 200 episodes. Right. She's one of the main people. She's gorgeous. I love her. And she was there, and she looked at me, and she goes, do I know you? And I said, yeah, we've met before. I said, you probably really won't remember, but I was an extra in about 20 episodes of CSI Miami. And she actually remembered me from that. Uh, awesome, who, who could forget you? Nobody forgets me. I'm, like, vivacious. Let's, let's get back to this guy. <laughs> so now I ask the personal questions. Are you straight or gay? Straight. Do you have a girlfriend? A wife. A wife. Okay, all you ladies out there, sorry. I know, they're all like He's taken, but you can still use your vibrators asking, while you're watching the show. They're asking me if you'll pull your hat off for a second because they want to see what your head looks like. Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're asking if he you... He has could, a full head of hair, you guys. Yeah, and they're asking, could you pull your pants down? <laughs> you know, I, I, I think Ron's asking that more. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No, not we have all. a bunch of horny women in the no. chat room. <laughs> You have no idea the degenerates that come into I our show. There you go. Oh, they, oh. They, they, they chest, just blew the, the vibrators just blew in their machine. <laughs> we have women that are so hungry, they're disgraceful. They they will get us. They're saying how handsome you are, though. Um, they love right. it. How many of you? How many of you women out there would spread your legs for him? Oh, now don't say that. Oh, that shut way. up, Jimmy. You're such a wasp. <laughs> I'm Italian. We we. They're live. just laughing. They're just all laughing. No, now, how, now they're how, saying how? take it all. <laughs> okay, there you go. The the hoes are on the rise. Seriously, how many girls of you out there, if you dated him, would give in and put out? 
All of them. Anybody no, goes out with them. Shut would. up. You always got. You know, I'm not going to. I want to be on a different show. <laughs> You're going to do your own show, right? Right. Really, seriously, how many of you girls... They're just saying, Ron, you're so funny, and, and no, all of them are getting excited. <laughs> I bet every one of you, if he whipped out nine inches, you'll be his slave. Right, girl? They're just saying, all well, their writing is very exciting. <laughs> he, he doesn't have nine. He's only got eight. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys, but he's the Latino Pacino, which I love that. Like, I, I love that whole, like, well, Wait a minute. What are you? Cuban, Puerto Rican, Mexican? What the fuck are you? Um, um... Mexican, Puerto Rican, Spaniard, African, and I don't know what else the hell. Oh, uh, Native American, Indian, Aztec, Mayan. My grandparents were from Mexico. My mom's Texas. My dad's from Puerto Rico. My dad's father was a Spaniard. His great-grandmother was the last original one of the Taino Indians in Puerto Rico. Uh, so, yeah, that's where the Mayan warrior comes from. Uh, that's awesome. I have many, many, many There they go, girls. Look. There you go, Woo! girls. Girls, go. There you Plug go. Plug in your vibrators. They're all there saying we have we have respect because he's married, and that's Angela saying that. Which oh, we she's know that's so full, full of shit. shit. <laughs> Angie, baby, you'd spread and forget it. You'd uh, rape him. And they him. said he's the he's the ultimate Latin lover. We get it. Angie, <laughs> Angie is a Angie is a ta- Italian and Hispanic. She's a hot tamale pizza. Angie, baby, you wouldn't bang this guy. You're full of shit. So you guys listen too. you can see him. He's, he's going to be recurring once in a while on Chicago PD. He plays Johnny Marquez. Now, that's not who you played, though, on Chicago Fire, even though those shows cross over. Right. Right. No, it took me uh, four years to get back. Uh, we had a contract that once they did, my scene on Chicago Fire is was um, season four, I believe season four, episode three or vice versa. Season three, episode four. Uh, it's called I, I walk. I walk away. I played Steve. Um, so everybody's used to seeing this guy in the firefighter suit. Well, this guy ended up was moving out of town and got caught under a container with my leg. So they had to amputate. I was the first amputation on Chicago Fire. That's cool. Yeah, so it was very memorable. So it was kind of hard for me to come back as another character. So I had to kind of stay away for four years, which is what I did. I did, um, I did the Sinister 2 movie. Uh, after that, I did multiple uh, commercials, Hellman's commercials, uh, uh, Chef commercials. I did um, uh, a TV series called uh, No Chirac, where I was the lead. Uh, filmed a full season, 12 episodes. didn't go nowhere. I'm going to actually email you guys the link so you can check it out. Then you'll wonder why I didn't go nowhere. The only guy who had acting chops was me and the other lead. And yeah, Ron's been in some movies like that, too, where he's the only one who had any chops, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> So hold on, then you I, also- I have one that came out, and I, ne- I to- never told anybody to go see it. I have a movie coming out next week, a plug, plug, yes, plug. Plus, son. It's called Clown Fear, <clears throat> and everybody out there, you know how disgustingly dirty, filthy my mouth is? Well, I play a minister. <laughs> is that a fucking stretch or what? You guys, and, and my director said to Jimmy, he said he's magnificent, he's fabulous, he's magic. I love that. You guys, it's coming out on Tuesday. The As 8th, a minister. The 8th, Tuesday the 18th, it's called Clown Fair. It'll be in Walmart, Target, all the video on demand right. sites and everything. And, and it's got Sadie Katz in it and yeah. a bunch of people that we've had on the show. Sadie, so Katz, star- Sadie Katz stars in this <laughs> film. And my first date working was with Sadie. And I was marrying Sadie to this man. And the man turns around and he said, fuck you. I'm not marrying you. You're a whore. And I jumped back. Well, I watched Sadie Katz do the best acting I've ever seen. She went inward and started to tremble. 
and couldn't speak, and her eyes were cr- beautiful piece of work. That Sadie Katz is going to be a super superstar. Dave Hughes is like freaking out already about Sadie Katz. Oh, Dave and Hughes! And he says you're going to be a swearing minister. No, I wasn't. <clears throat> no, the, here's the story about my minister. When I when they got me, they said, "Ron, you're flamboyant. You're gay, and you're fabulous." And the minister is gay, flamboyant, and fabulous. You're in Las Vegas. You're really not a minister. You're making believe you ought to rob money from people. So in order to not get caught, you send them down Circus Road where the killer clowns get them. So it's like a spoof. So anyway, now I go my first day of shooting and my director comes over. He said, uh, Lionsgate doesn't want you to be gay. I said, OK. He said, Lionsgate doesn't want you to be flamboyant. OK. Lionsgate wants you to be quiet and demure. I said, this is acting. <laughs> This is really hard acting. So now my this, you should have got an Oscar for. That's right. No, it's just like you know. I hate when Hollywood does that. They do. They hire you for one thing and then they switch in the middle. It, it really right. hurts because you developed a character. Now you have to. You know. You understand. Yes, I do. Now, I, I completely understand. Rediscover the character. They always tell me, "Oh, um, you're gonna play this uh, this gay Latino guy with in love with this other." I said, "Why me? I mean, first of all, I sound like." death you know um it's gonna be kind of hard and second of all I, I can't fake it that good i said but there's a, a couple hundred thousand latino gay men out there who would love this role nope we want you to do it and i say oh, well you know you got the wrong guy well you know what it's called acting i mean right. i play i play straight in my movies and i'm not upset now, about comical it. i can play comical gay all day long i'll make you laugh and piss yourself <laughs> But it's, I, I like I like something that's a challenge and a stretch. Yeah, yeah. After after a while playing these same fucking part, I mean, I'm always the gangster. Every movie I'm in, I'm the mafia, the mafia king, the I mafia. You're Italian. You're from Brooklyn. What do you expect? No, but when I put on my Italian stuff, when I talk like this, get over here. You give me one more word, I'm gonna smack your face. You're gonna be dead on the curb. Two legs are broken. Fuck you. You're dead. When I do that, they love me. <laughs> So I'm not, I'm not a gay fairy in that. <laughs> yeah, Actually, I'm butcher than the, the butchest guy in the world. I like vampire shit. And I saw on your IMDb, you have a thing called Clash of the Vampires. Like, is that something yeah. that anybody ever got to see? Nope. Uh, it, it was a bust. These guys went out there. We never even shot a scene. Uh, I'm trying to get that thing off my IMDb because I love vampire shows. And I, and I don't want that to deter anybody from hiring me as a vampire on any movie, any network any Netflix show, um, that Netflix, uh, they, they went out there and they posted this big poster of uh, Clash of the Vampires on Netflix coming soon. Oh, they got sued. Uh, of they course they sued. did, because oh, yeah. you can't, yeah, do, can't that. do that. No, so then uh, I, I said, get my name off of there. So I have been fighting with IMDb for like the last three years to take You know what? It's it's easy to get things on IMDb. It's freaking impossible to get shit off. I've got some that I've been trying to get off of my IMDb, and they won't take it off of mine either. And I'm like, God dang it, I don't want these things on my IMDb. Right. I mean, it's an embarrassment. It's like, come on, it's a joke. But you know something? The greatest actors in the world have all lemons. I mean, I know I knew every movie star that was big in the 40, Betty Davis, Joan. No, I never met Joan Crawford, but those sort of people. And they all talk about the bomb of the death where they really hated the film. They never right. wanted to do it. And they're stuck with it. But you yeah, know look what? at Renee Zellweger. She just won an Academy yeah. Award. She's got Texas Chainsaw Massacre like three or something. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know, yeah. you move, you just move on, and you hope the next film's going to make that one disappear. Actually, Angela, Angela in the chat room, which uh, she has Sumner twins talent in Colorado. We work with her all the time. She's, she's a producer. She's a, she's phenomenal. And she says she can get it off for you. 
I bet you she could. So get I'll, help it you, all. I'll introduce you to her on Facebook. No, you, no, no, no. You misunderstood what she said. She said I could get him off. No, no, that's not what she said. That's what Angela no, said. She said I can get them off for him. Angie, baby. Meanwhile, Angie, baby, has got a set of knockers. Oh, you got to see the boobs on Angie, baby. She told baby. me to have you message her later on Facebook, so I'll introduce you on Facebook because she's the coolest chick you'll ever meet. She's got a set of jugs on her you never saw. Enormous. No, and they're real. They're not water bags. We like her boobs. Her boobs are fucking huge. So let's let's do a hype. First of all, too, we should just say it now. Are your commercials national or local? They were internet. Yeah, but they're yeah. So okay, so they're everywhere. So you guys can see them in Hellman's Mayonnaise commercials. Question. What are you doing now? What can we look forward to seeing you in? Okay, so I'm in LA with my partner Emilio, and we are in talks with our action movie, The Ride, which has a star-studded cast. I'm part of it, but I am not the main player. They're, they're, we got some good players in there. Uh, we have another meeting. We've done two meetings uh, with two different production companies. The funding's 90% of the way there. We need the 10%. If we get the 10% and we get the green light this Friday, it's go from there. I will be leaving back to Chicago. I have a voiceover I have to do. Uh, and also I have a, um, a short that I have to do with, uh, it's a comical short. It's, it's really, uh, so I'm doing, I'm, I'm dipping into more of the comedy too, because I like comedy. Uh, he I'm does too. The, I'm always the bad guy. I'm always the drug dealer, the gangbanger, the cartel boss. The Me too. Guy. So I, 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 want, I want to do, I want to be ring. I want to have a range of people. So comic, uh, everything. So I'm doing that. I'm flying back here in March to, to shoot the pilot, uh, TV series for a series called Pocho, where I play the, I actually got the lead in that. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. So, so you're going to be able to pay the rent this month. Oh yeah, well I own my own construction company back home, Santiago Construction in Indiana. Oh okay, so good. You got to you got to. So if you guys up. are in Chicago and you need something built, made, constructed, this is the guy you go to, and that way he'll auto also autograph shit for you. Yeah, like, and you and, and and, and ladies and ladies, when he comes to your house, don't open the door naked because he's married. That's right. Do women ever do that? I heard stories. You know, they call a plumber who's cute. And they they have they're in panties and see through bras and the plumber I've comes. Never, that happened to me. I, I mean, I, I've had them hover around me to see my work, to see what I'm doing, but never, never, no. No, never. I've heard I've heard stories where a lot of men were attacked. They were like raped. Imagine. So hang on, you guys. Listen. So if you go, you want to see him in some of his commercials, he's got a Hellman's mayonnaise listen, commercial. Wait, hang listen, on, and right, shut the fuck let me up. finish. I want to finish with him. Then you can have him. Let's do something when you're in town. Let's have lunch or a drink or something because you're a fun guy. I think we yeah. could have a good night. He's You'll coming meet, back in March, which is only You'll meet our friends. All our friends are wonderful. You know, they're all actors and actors. Yeah, crazy I, I, people. Leave, uh, I leave next week on the, uh, the 20th. I fly out. Hey, he's coming back, though. Then he's coming back oh, in all March. Right. Yeah, let's, let's do something. You're a great guy. So also, you guys, he's in an O'Reilly Auto Parts commercial, an Otterbox commercial, and I don't know what animated storyboards is, but I read it on your IMDb. Uh, it was an actual, um, it's funny. We were all chefs and it was a tampon commercial for the female chef to show how much it absorbs in all her white uniform. She's bent over. She's no, go, go fuck yourself. You're shitting me. No, you are shitting me. No, That's we walked hilarious. in. We walked in. We were told we were principal chefs. So we're thinking we got to slice and dice. We got to hand her stuff. I got to drop something. I would talk to her, and then she bends over, camera angle on her ass. Oh, that's no how strong and absorbent these tampons are. <laughs> I, 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 I would have, I would have been thrown off the set with my jokes and what I would have said. I would have 
thrown off the set. Absolutely, I never would have made that commercial. It was it was hilarious. I had a great time doing it. It is though. hilarious. Oh my god, is that funny? So okay, so let's do some hypotheticals. So now you're you're an up and coming actor. You're starting to book some really cool shit. No, he's not up and coming. He's already there. No, no he's still up and coming. Like no, he's, he's not he's a household there. name. He's got a fucking TV show coming up in March. He's going to be the star. That's oh, not well, there. He's, no, he's there. Well, that's there. He's he's okay. He's there. All right, everybody. So he's there either way. So, so with whatever work you've done already, if you could like, if you had a, a pick, a male and a female that you'd like us to, to work opposite of, anybody in Hollywood living oh. or uh, who's on who's on your wish list? And then while you're thinking about it, think about what movie's ever been made in history. What movie would you have liked to be the lead in that, that any movie Scarface. that's ever been made? Scarface. Oh, shit. He did that quick. That's Scarface. a good one. Again. Like the hood again. I mean, what is it? We're, we're addicted. But I want as far as, as far as females, Sandra Bullock. By by, I mean, yeah, she's uh, great. She's we, love, we love her too. I, I love her. I, I I followed her. I would love to work opposite. Just working opposite of her would be a dream come true. Um, as far as my guys who who I love watching as a kid, Stallone, of course, Balboa, um, the Rocky, the 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 Schwarzenegger. The Vin Diesel, the Mark Wahlberg, uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson, great guy. Um, you know, just uh, just to name a few. You know, I got De Niro, Pacino. Uh, those are guys who I would love to work Old with. Macho. Director, Macho. directed by far, Clint Eastwood. I, 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 I'm a uh, cowboy yeah, at heart. I love it. Okay, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say we're talking about up-and-coming stars. Jimmy has been an up-and-coming star for the last 40 years. Who, me? That's not You've true. You've been up and coming for 40 years. <laughs> well, I have 800 million search results on wow. Google, which is, uh, which is more. And I, I Googled Charlize Theron today, and she's only got 13 million, so I beat her by about 700 million. Somehow, <laughs> somehow he knows how to fix the computer to do that stuff. <laughs> no, they don't. Stefan. Hey, I need to hire. I need to hire Jimmy then to do mine. So I, can have, I, I am. 100, a, I, I, I am. I am That's the shit. Cool. Yeah, we need to get you followers because you get more roles the more followers well, you have. Exactly. I walk into auditions and they don't they know who I am. They know what I'm coming for. First thing out of their mouth is not how you're doing, how many followers you got. I said, I, I don't know. Whatever. But I'm here to audition and, and, and kill this scene, you know? And I, I kill every scene. Um, I hear great work. I get the callbacks, but I'm not getting the roles because I do not have the followers, which is they, they want it, they want to know you. First of all, everybody in the chat room will start to follow you. Listen, I tweet with everybody that's in the chat room right now. We all tweet together every day. And uh, so if you get on Twitter and get in with all that. My new announcer, it's actor J Santiago. Actor, just the letter J Santiago. Oh, I messed that up. Okay, what's actor Santiago Jr.? That's not me. Oh, my oh, shit. Oh, you just gave somebody else, you stupid queen. <laughs> <laughs> It's actor Jay Santiago, you guys. No wonder I'm not following you. I'm probably following some weird dude. <laughs> yeah, it's actor Jay Santiago. Just the letter J Santiago. On Facebook, it's Jose Santiago Jr. JR. You know, when you're working today, they want to know your IMBD number. And if you're you know not. What? I don't even know that. I know. I, I, to, I have no. I was no trying to figure out how to get my name behind it IMBD.josesantiagojr.com. I don't know how to do that. Jimmy will tell you, my number is pretty good because of this TV show also. But my number is, is up there with some pretty heavyweight people, and that's probably why I get movies. They look up my you number. get movies because you know how to network. 
He's he out here networking so he can. That like, was get a people. horrible thing to say. Huh? <laughs> Dude, your number's not that good. <laughs> you said my number was good. It's getting better. It used to be in the millions, and now it's one hundred and forty-five thousand. But it's not good. I think he's, Jimmy, he's I think Jimmy Brown, you guys are awesome. Man. You guys are just <laughs> I love he's, you guys. Man. Everything is about he is networking. So, he's so and jealous people. of me. He doesn't want me to be famous. Sure, I do. I want you to be because if I'm famous, famous I'm going to leave him for like he's Brad Pitt gonna, or something. He's never going to leave me. <laughs> but for somebody, he like, would like, never leave me. Maybe George Clooney and I'll run off together. You can have sex. <laughs> He can, be your, he can be your one-off that you can have sex with. But no, my one-off off is Jason. Yeah, he likes Jason Statham. Don't you like oh, Jason yeah. Statham? I don't want to have sex with him, but I love him. I watch all his movies. I love his. I love his. I love his he's I love his. he's like a superhero to me because he beats the shit out of. Who? No, I don't. I don't care yeah, for him. No, I don't no. like him that much. No, either. Jason. I like his acting. Yeah, I like his acting, but I don't like yeah. him. No, Jason just beats the shit out of everybody, and I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. When he starts doing that spinning, hitting, kicking, I get off. I think, Jesus, if I were young, that's what I would be. I did that kick when me. I was young. Me. Yeah. The other night we watched Wild I Card. I did that with a bat when I was um, young. The other night we watched Wild Card, which is a Jason Statham <laughs> movie that bombed. But yeah. we watched it, and I wanted to see it because one of the guys that gets beat up is Chris Browning, who's a friend of ours who was on the show. Right. And I just wanted to see him get beat up, and he gets the shit kicked out of him by by uh, Jason Statham, but it was really good. He did a great job. You know, it must be hard to get your ass kicked. I by would Jason like to Statham. get Jason on our show. I think he'd be a lot of fun. Oh, I think yeah. so too. Never know. You know, we keep getting bigger and better stars. Look, we got you. We get a lot of people. We don't always have you no know, nobodies. We have people. I mean, we never have people. nobodies. That's right. Well, so. you're on the show as was what I was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's his show. <laughs> right. No, it's not his show. It's my show. They just put his name in front. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like Love Head. We're going to change that soon. It's going to be the Ron Russell show and him. <laughs> We've got it all worked out. He's the actor. I'm the producer. And, you know uh, what? I did comedy for 45 years stand up. And oh, I'm, yet, and I'm yet. Funny. No, sir. I am very funny. And, yeah, and, you are. And I'm yet to be cast as a comedian. Oh, I'm, come on. If, Chris, if, if Kevin Hart can do it, you can do it. And oh, everybody that yeah. casts me knows me, and they think I'm hysterical. But they see me as a mafia killer all the time, tough guy, gangster. Well, we got a good, we got a new horror movie coming out, um, and we're we're looking for if anybody's out there interested. It's a really good horror movie with uh, what they call in Spanish brujeria, which is witchcraft. Um, it's a story about a doll, a girl, and her grandmother. The grandmother is very protective of the young girl, the grandmother passes, throws her spirit into the doll as the new protector guardian over this child. I play a really buffed, geek, nerd computer guy. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm going to pull that one off. Who's the boyfriend of the girl who owns the doll. And the doll gives me the creeps. Long story short, this doll's running havoc everywhere. Okay, how As long as she was in Mexico, it was safe. But when you take that body out out of Mexico into the United States, the doll's evil. How old does the girl have to be? Uh, the girl in her 20s. We have an actress who's absolutely gorgeous, and I think she's part Mexican also, uh, is um, Sherry Nelson. She is so breathtaking. She can't fit in the 20s, though. She can't fit she's, How old is she, anyways? O- older. Older than 20? She, she looks In oh, the no. Maxim Magazine contest, she's in the over 40s. I'm over she's 40. Def- she's, 
She's over forty. Yeah. This girl looks twenty-five. She's we over forty. Uh, girl, we uh, we brought her to the uh, Oscar gala uh, and a bunch of stuff, and she came to L.A. for the weekend, and she came in third place for gorgeous. the Maxim Magazine contest, Cover Girl contest, oh. and she's a logger in Canada, and she wants to break into entertainment. And she's gorgeous with a gorgeous. beautiful figure and an elegant, classy broad. With green eyes and dark skin and dark beauty, like a, she has a face like a 1940s movie star. Oh wow! When you were when you were at the um, Nation's Fire premiere, were you by yourself or were you with your producing partner? I was with my partner Emilio. I remember, yeah, I remember him because I saw the pictures on your Instagram. But wait a minute, uh, hang on. We may have a young girl for you. She's 19 years old, and her parents are Sean Kanan and Michelle Kanan, the soap opera stars. And she's acting now, and she's beautiful. Well, and she's, and, wait, and she's guys, half Spanish. She's half okay. Spanish. And if you guys know anybody interested in helping to get this one off the ground, it's just a hell of a story. Let us know. I mean, I know there's a lot of horror uh, horror lovers and producers out there. Uh, it's going to be. Me, I'm one of them. Low budget. It's going to be. It's going to be a low budget film, but it's not going to look low budget. With with the guy, Carlos Hildago is a cinematographer from Mexico who's done all these great movies, Cantiflas, uh, Clear and Present Danger. He's a cinematographer. He's our partner. He's our cinematographer. He's best friends with Emilio, so he's on our team. Uh, he's like, we get five, six hundred thousand. This horror movie would make twenty, thirty million because it's just going to be that good. Okay, we're going to connect you with her. She's beautiful, and she's no. We're going to talk anyway because, like, I want to get involved. I'm a fucking killer producer. No, but Michelle, <laughs> Michelle's daughter is beautiful, and she's a talent. Might not be a big enough name though because this is she doesn't have credits. She's a new. They need new faces. You got to stop. I know, but you got to remember that you people. can't get the money without a face. Right. So it depends on who else they've got attached yeah, to. Yeah, but it. the fact that her father is uh, Sean Kane and number one super soap star star forever. But he's not in it. <laughs> no, but you know, I don't know. I know a lot of people though. I can also like. I mean, because I know a lot of people that you can go to, and you don't have to go to agents to get them. No, um, you know what's I, sad about I just this? know them because they're friends. No, of you ours. know what's good about recommendation is. We recommend safety. The girl's not a drug addict. She's not a dope, a drinker. So she'll be on time. She's been trained by her parents to be an actress. So she's going to know her lines and do her job. Some of these bimbo bitches with the fake tits and the the pussy, the the click cover dresses, you know, they think they're actresses. Click cover dresses. And they're not. And they think by blowing you, they're going to get a part. No, that's not how it works with us. I know that. But I mean, that's so much... There's so much of that out there, so you guys have to go through the woods to find the good ones. Right. Here we, we short. Well, we want to bring people out. We want to bring people out and give people their break. We're tired of the same old people and the same old horror movies. Right. I want you to. I want you to connect with this girl. She, as I said, she's half Spanish. Yeah, Spanish and Italian. She's dark haired, be- milk white skin. Very big, pretty. Big, beautiful black eyes like her mother. She's stunning and a lovely figure. I think you should just talk. We're going to talk more anyway, because like we just met oh, yeah. you and like you and I have been talking, but we're going to get some shit going. So in the meantime, you guys, I totally messed up his whole social media stuff. So it's at actor Jay Santiago, not whatever I said. So just fucking ignore that. Some people said they're already following you. I got to get into my Twitter stream and re- send me text messages reminding me to put you in my because I do like good morning hellos and stuff to get people that helps build followings. And that right. way we can everybody that we tweet with is in the entertainment industry. They're all very cool and they're all very supportive of everything we do. And we appreciate all of them. Uh, and I'll also introduce you to Angie Angela Joseph later. She's super cool. And uh, <laughs> with the bazooms. Yeah, and I'm starting a, a money I'm starting a money campaign for my divorce Jimmy fund. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jimmy gets half of everything. So, I mean, you got you to get at least 20, 30 million so Jimmy can live good. You can't leave oh, him yeah. out like that. Yeah, he's got to live better than what he's living now. I want the house, the car, the dogs, everything. Yeah, listen yeah. to him. I have a good lawyer. Horowitz is my lawyer. He gets money for everybody. Um, so, so also then, what else was I going to say? What else we need to tell everybody? So it's basically asked. So what's your Facebook? Let's again, just tell quick? everybody to go see his work. Go yeah, see, go become, see. Become a fan. Go see his stuff. Oh, I do. I do have a YouTube channel. It's uh, Jose Santiago Jr. on YouTube. You subscribe. All of my That's works. That's where the junior is. Uh, my clips from Chicago Fire, Chicago PD. From Chirac, the TV series, the Hellman's commercial. It's all on my YouTube channel. So you guys find him on YouTube. He's very, very cool. Uh, follow him in social media. You're going to see more about him because you'll see him interacting with us in social media. And we're going to do some cool stuff together. He's a very cool guy. And, and we want to thank you for coming on the show. And uh, oh, say hello you. to your family and say, your producing partner, which uh, I know I know, remember when I saw your pictures on Instagram that we had met him. So let's give him a big shout out. Yep. And, uh, so, so aren't you happy now that I, that you were a cheap pickup? Yeah, I'm really happy. You guys did me good. <laughs> you were a pickup, a street pickup. I love it. I like hey, love it. You're a cool guy. guy. You're... Cops, I got picked up by you guys. That's you right. Go. You betcha, baby. You got it right. All anyway, right, everybody. We'll so this is Jose Santiago Jr. Thank you so much. Bye Check bye, out Jose. the Latino Thank Pacino. Guys, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Santiago. All right, He's you guys, good. lots of lots of cool new people joined us in the chat room. What's up, Twism? White pieces in the chat room. Irish gingers in the chat room. Uh, I, I forgot who else. Like, there was a bunch of people going fast, and I can't see it all. But, but everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed Jose. He was a really nice guy. He's really, I mean, he's really making oh a move. Oh my god, I look like shit. How the fuck did I have the balls to go on TV today? You look fabulous. Oh no, look at the bags. Oh, oh and Hubbard and Junus just showed up. Who? Hub Reynolds Jr. just showed up hey, in the Hub, room. You're looking good, bud. I like all your new headshots. Tell me who your photographer is. I need to be shot through a horse. So, blanket. you guys, too, we want to congratulate Hub. He's he's co-writing a screenplay for the Hub Reynolds Jr. story movie. He's got a producer producing it. He's playing himself in the movie. So, congratulations, Hub. You've got a great story, and the world needs to hear it. I just fainted. Oh, you just fainted? Okay. That's okay. How did you let me go on the air looking like this? You look gorgeous. Are I think you, you always look. I think. Oh, serious? oh. See, so, so Angela said she met Jose at the Nation's Fire premiere because you introduced her to her. Angela, baby, by the way. Don't you dare call her Angie, baby. Okay, Angela. That's my, my name. My baby. That's, oh, right. <laughs> Angie, Angie, that's my name for you. Nobody's allowed to use it. I like love it. So, Angela. Uh, we're happy to see you in the chat room. I love all the great things you got going on. And next year at the Oscar party, we need you to go with us. So, you guys, at the Oscar party, we hung, besides hanging out with all the musicians, we hung out with Chris Browning, Vincent Ward, Lou Temple, who was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, Ozzy Aziz came and she was at our table with Harley Wallen. And um, Harley Wallen and Katie Wallen were with us. Sadie Katz. Mike Ferguson, Sadie Katz. Who's starring in the movie that's premiering next week. She's the star and writer of the film Clown Fear. Clown Fear. Um, Dean Piper was with us and CeCe Hendricks was with us. Right, we love and, CeCe. And uh, uh, Jan Birch and his wife Victoria, who I didn't even know was a producer on like a million really big things. Um uh, let's see. All big shots. Yeah, it was all big shots. We had a really, really good time. And then on Friday night. Well, wait a minute. Let's talk about. 
uh, you got to go on my Facebook page, everybody. Go to Ron Russell's show and go in and look at the dress that Sherry Davis has on. Her gown was magnificent. And Dave, I don't think Dave should watch it. See her picture. Oh, yeah, Dave. Dave, you will commit suicide for masturbation. Dave Hughes, like, she's so freaking hot in it. You will whack off so hard that you'll kill yourself. And she's was, in a gown where her boobs are hanging almost out, nipple covers. It was awesome. So Unbelievably also, sexy. Uh, also, then, uh, at that same table with Sherry Davis was Thomas Churchill. We had uh, Joseph Kelly from Clown Motel, Spirits Arise. Alyssa Leonard and Dave Bailey, also from Clown Motel, Spirits Arise. It was a, a whole Clown My Motel My dear table. friend, Marcel Waltz. Marcel Waltz with his, his husband, husband, Dominic, Sarah French and Joe Netter from Blind. All those people were from the, the Blind film is a Blind. movie you must see. It's fabulous. Um, so we had a really, really good time uh, with everybody. There was about 40 or 50 cool celebrities there. And we all looked sharp. <clears throat> we all looked terrific in our tuxes and suits. I was in a black tuxedo, black shirt with the diamond bow tie and diamond shoes. Nice. And then Friday night, we went to see Agramon's Gate. That's Harley and Katie Wallen's right. new film starring Lurian Landon and Jan Birch. And we met TJ Storm. There were so many celebrities at it. We had a great time. And if you, don't like, if you don't like films that are bloody, gory, and choppy, then you should go see Agramon's Gate. It's a spooky movie. Yes, it was fun. Uh, the people at the red carpet were fabulous. Um, we had a really good time. Jamie Bernadette was there. Um, TJ Storm, who's like in everything, Predator and Punisher and like all the big movies. Um, who else was I? Oh, Billy Worth was there from The Lost Boys. One of my, it's actually my favorite movie of Everybody all time. Everybody that's in town, you know, that that's cool. I think my eye just And Eileen up. showed up with uh, Soho Johnny and Sherry Nelson, the Maxim cover girl, showed up. We had a very, very good time. It was, a, it was, it was like one of our busiest weeks ever because we went out Friday night, Sunday night, and last night. And Saturday night now we're going to Mark Waltz's. Uh, Marcel Waltz's. Mar what did I say? Mark? Mark yes. I can't even speak anymore. Marcel Waltz's a Valentine, after Valentine's Day party. And then next Saturday after that, we're going to a studio to watch the premiere of Ron's film, Clown Fear. Right. Ron's film. It's not my film. It's Sadie Katz's film. I'm just in it. I know, but, but since it's, it's, not your, it's your first comeback film besides Croker, which no, everyone can go not, get on no. eBay. Oh, yes. It, it's the second one. I know, but it's the first one that came out. So it's the first right. one coming out. So No, my Croker came out already and is gone, thank God. And now this one. You guys then, should see Ron and Croker, though. Go on. I, I, I don't know if you can see don't. it anywhere, but Ron's really good. The movie's not good, but Ron's really good in it. I'm a veteran actor of 58 years. The people that were working with me were not even actors. The guy that was doing it ran around and collected people from the town. And I almost died because they didn't know anything. They didn't even know where the camera was, the light. It was a nightmare. It was like kindergarten. Yes. So I just had to do my thing like nobody Actually, was Actually, Iris Ginger says she has Croker on DVD. And, oh, uh, God, you Pat bought Grant, that shit? Pat Grant is right. Clown Fear. It's called Clown Fear, and it comes out on Tuesday, I think, the 18th. Uh, it originally was Circus Road, but for some reason they changed it to Clown Fear. I prefer the titled Circus yeah, Road, circus Road because it tells the story about the dangerous Circus Road as you leave Las Vegas. So I don't know why there was a problem with it. I'll find out about it. So let's do a quick commercial, and then we're going to call our next guest in a minute. Uh, so you guys, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. For the sixth week in a row, we were top 100 podcasts on iHeartRadio. There's 750 podcasts, and we were in the top 100, so thank you so much for that. And um, 
Uh, you can listen to us every week on our home station of W4CY Radio. We're also on K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, iHeartRadio, which is where we want everybody to listen because we want to stay in the top 100. Stitcher, Audio Boom, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify. Now we're on Pandora, Spreaker, Apple TV, and Podbean. And in television, you can watch the show on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. That was like a mouthful. We're like shit. We're all over. That's right. And we're good at it. It's fun. People like it. Do you want a tongue kiss me? No. Um, no get that filthy <laughs> tongue. I want to stick a disgusting tongue in my mouth. Like a hey. vomit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, now. That's hilarious. Somebody, somebody in the chat room said rent a room. We don't have to. We're in our home. But anyway, um, what more could we talk about? Nothing. We're going to call a guest in a second. Let's talk about let's talk about my friend Sadie Katz. Okay, we love Sadie. She's not only she looks like Carol Lombard. For those of you who know who Carol Lombard is, she was Clark Gable's wife. Sadie Katz has made so many movies that are one better than the other. She's skyrocketing to becoming a great famous actress. I wouldn't be surprised in five years from now that Sadie's up at the Academy Awards receiving an Oscar. She's wonderful. I want everybody out there to look her up, Sadie Katz, and follow her. Uh, watch her. Watch her work. She's been around for a while. She's a great writer. She wrote, co-wrote with Min Collins uh, the movie we're in called uh, Circus Road. No, called Clown Fear. Uh, she co-wrote that with Min Collins. Um, just an incredible gal. I can't speak anymore. I have to go to bed. That's okay. You don't have time. I need to go to sleep. Do I have to interview the next guest? Yes, you love the next guest. Who is it? Joey Bothwell. Oh, 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 Dave, 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 I, you're gonna love this. Oh one no, no, he's got Dave, hot. Dave. Get out of the chat room. Turn everything off because you're gonna have a heart attack when you see this one. She's Woo-hoo. gorgeous. This one is drop dead, knockout, magnificently beautiful, sexy, but not slutty. Elegantly sexy, and intelligent. I love her. She's cool. When is she coming on? Um, in about uh, two minutes. Oh, good. She's a beauty. Hey, did anybody see? Did anybody see Birds of Prey? I see people writing about it in the chat room. Mike Ferguson, the guy who was on our show a couple of months ago, and is uh, is in is actually in the, the Birds of Prey movie. We're going to go see it, and he was with us this weekend, both Friday night and on Sunday night. He's a great guy, and his wife is a is a professional wrestler, and she looks like she could kill you. I love this guy to pieces. Nicest guy ever, even because, though he looks like he'll kill you. He's no, nice. you know what I love about him? He knows Jimmy and I are gay and that we're married. And he's straight as can be. I mean, there can't be any straighter than him. He hugs me. He kisses me. He puts his arm around me. He's not a homophobe. I notice the men that avoid touching me or speaking to me are closet queens. They're the kind that work Macy's bathroom, you know, while their wife is outside shopping. But this guy is... Totally he-man, straight, heterosexual, uh, homo- heterosexual. And I know that because he's not afraid to uh, hug me in public. And he's a cool guy. And I love him for that. And I think he's, he's brilliant and he's wonderful. And his wife will kick your ass and break you in half if a woman goes near him. And she's in, he's in the new Steven Seagal movie, and he just signed a deal that he wasn't allowed to tell me, but uh, he told me a little bit, and yeah, I don't can't say... Sp- don't spill I'm it. I'm not going to spill it, but he's gonna, you're going to really be seeing this guy soon. He's really like, cool. He's fabulous, and he's a sweetheart of a human being. 
He's a, he, his wife is black. He's white, so we know he's not prejudiced. He's just wonderful. He's kind, he's, and he's not prejudiced against gay people. So I don't think he's got a prejudiced bone in his body, which is so refreshing. It's nice to trust someone like that. You let's know. let's talk to Scotty J real quick. Do you think I have bugs? My no. head's always Hey, Scotty J, can we see if we can is, – is our next guest online? Who are we talking about? Joey Bothwell. Joey Bopswell. Bop, B-O-T-H-W-E-L. Like, you told me yes. you had it before. Joey, oh, yes, Bothwell is there. All right, let's give her a call. All right, everybody, this is our next guest, Miss Joey Bothwell. And uh, we're going to get her. We met her a couple of weeks ago at a Grammy party. I fell in love with and, her. And uh, she's smoking, smoking gorgeous and super talented, and I think you guys are going to love her. I will be the judge of that. Oh, no, 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 no. I know you'll really like no, her, Scotty. No, Scotty, this one's all intelligent, gorgeous, and class. This one is no bimbo. Uh, oh, uh, Look at that. Now, don't tell me she's not gorgeous. Oh, okay. I'm flying she to California. She is a fucking beauty. Give me a break. <laughs> My angel, you know I'm in love with you. Uh, oh, the feeling is completely mutual. <laughs> I mean, I met you, and in 10 minutes, I said, this broad's so sweet, so nice, and so bright and intelligent. <laughs> So hold on, let's make sure let's make sure we can hear you. Say something. Look, she's got dimples something. too. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, you guys. Can you can you brighten up your light a little bit? Oh no, she looks bright. No, I want her brighter so her face shows better. A little do you want me just to move closer to the camera? That's good. That's too. good. You, you look yeah, beautiful. Now Don't cut off the top of your head. You though. look different with your hair down. I do, yeah. I, I love your new headshot. Your new headshot is so gorgeous. You look so oh, smoking hot. I, I haven't you. seen it. Uh, Stephanie Gerard, she's an incredible photographer here. Okay, so hold on, let me do an introduction. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous actress, dancer, choreographer, and writer Joey Bothwell. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. What a it's pleasure. Be fun. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. So we have a chat room filled with people, and it's got like every country represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, guys. A bunch of them are saying they're going to go get divorced now so they can come after you. And uh, no, you're what's called years ago in my day, American Pie. They would say like, well, what does this broad look like? Well, she looks like American Pie. And they knew immediately that it was you, that your face, your face, you know, washed, clean, no makeup, hardly blonde. And that smile. You are absolutely the icon of American girls of the 1950s. Maybe that's why I flipped over you, because I'm from that time. Jimmy, are you getting jealous? No. No, he knows. I know. <laughs> he no. was so impressed with you. No, we my went... love for you is not that kind of love. So listen up, you guys. It's like a, a friend. So a we went, friend. you guys, we went to a party, and it was called the Soiree, and it was the Friday before the Grammys, and uh, it was a really fun red carpet party, and I was working on the red carpet, and Ron was, like, uh, interviewing people, but she was the interviewer for the Soiree. Um, she was doing all the interviews with all the famous people on the red carpet. Not only was she stunningly gorgeous, she was fun, and everybody, like, loved her, and Ron was, like, immediately enamored with her, and we were like, oh, we have to stay in touch, because she's an actress, you guys. She does everything. She's, like, a no. I, I, I said to Jimmy, I said, you got to meet this one, Jimmy. She's really nice. And then I said to you, you got to be in films. We're going to see what we can do for you. And we weren't bullshitting. And I wasn't trying to get laid. So, you know, I was sincere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and and I think I think in the right movie, you could be absolutely uh, terrific. Well, so 
She has a one really like A list movie that she has been in. You guys Dude, too. I haven't seen it. And it's called Frankie and Alex. It's an Academy Award nominated movie, I think, and it starred Halle Berry and Stellan Skarsgård. Um, his daughter was like, what was your daughter? Right after Halle my Berry. My daughter. My daughter was Miss Teen Long Island. And Halle Berry gave her crown to my daughter, Leslie, because right. Halle Berry was Miss Long Island, Miss Teen Long Island the year before my daughter, Leslie. No way. Yeah, every, Small world. Everyone at the pageant, they never got over Halle Berry. They said she was the most beautiful, the most intelligent and the kindest, sweetest pageant person. Absolutely. So she She's got a good kind incredibly nice. I, I was in a play at the time that we were shooting this film when I was in Vancouver and I she came to the play. She invited me to dinner with her and her husband at the time. I got to hang out with her baby, Nala, at the time. It was a wonderful experience, and she was just such a dream to work with. She really was. I mean, that's like really cool it's shit. It's so important in the business to have a good reputation. Yeah. So yeah. so how was Stellan Skarsgård? Was he nice? Because, like, I think he's smoking hot. <laughs> oh, my God. He is smoking hot, and he is incredibly funny. I had this scene with him that was quite intense and he played a doctor and, and was interrogating me where Hallie was. And um, at the beginning of the scene where, you know, before everything is going, he was laughing and he was joking and got all jovial. And then as soon as the director said action, he literally swooped in, came like two inches from my nose and delivered all of his lines, like with his breath beating on my face. And it was so... Intense. Exciting. <laughs> did, he have bad, did he have bad breath? No. No, he had great breath. He smelled like roses and sex. It was excellent. <laughs> I love that. So you have been in a ton of shows, and a lot of the things that you've been in, we've actually had several of the people on our show. Awesome. You were on Once Upon a Time, and we've had uh, people from Once Upon a Time. Uh, you have you were in Supernatural. We're very good friends with Chad Lindbergh, who was in Supernatural for a bunch of episodes. Um uh, we have a very good friend, Michael Damien, who has two dance movies, High Strong and High Strong Free Dance. And the choreographers are Michael all the Damien, people. He was a king of soap. All the people from So You Think You Can Dance. We met Ty DeSorio at the premiere uh, a couple of weeks ago when they had the premiere in L.A. Um, and then at that premiere was the guy from Psych uh, was there. And um, I didn't I don't know about anybody from Santa Pups. <laughs> but like I was looking at your I was looking at your How's that? Huh? Yes. Oh, he and he knows Cheryl Ladd from a long time ago. Are, are you kidding? I know Cheryl Ladd because her daughter, Justin. No, not Justin. Yeah, Justin, isn't it? No. What, what is her daughter's name? Wasn't it Justin? No. Some, Justin. Something beautiful name used to play with my daughter, Deirdre. They were both the same age. And they used to go to uh, Barbara Parkins house from Peyton Place. And I lived in Beverly Hills right next door. So her son. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. And I met Cheryl a few times, and I got to tell you, my God, she was just the Grace Kelly of, of the era. Beautiful girl. Talk about a beauty. That woman did not beauty. age. And skin, and thin and small and petite and smiley and sweet and a good mom. I loved her. And my wife, my then wife, uh, got along with Cheryl really well. They're in the chat room. They're talking about how gorgeous you are. She's a and now they're saying they're coming to the conclusion that the East Coast stinks because, like, every time we bring a woman on from the from the West Coast, they're all so stunningly gorgeous. They're like, we don't have women like that on the East Coast. 
No, no, that's not true. I think most women uh, all over the world is pockets of beauty. It's just that everybody comes to Hollywood to be discovered. So there are more beautiful people in Hollywood. Although if you go out to the Hamptons in the summer on Long Island, then you see all the gorgeous men and women that are wanting to be models or actors and actresses. I've so the said. Hampton. Now, wait a minute. You're married? No, you're single. Oh, single. So you should go to the Hamptons in the summer. The guys out there are gorgeous and they're rich. And you'd be you'd be there two minutes. You'd be wed. First of all, you guys got to follow her if you want to see, because she's got some amazing pictures. You got to follow her on Instagram. Her Instagram is Miss Joey Bothwell, M-I-S-S-J-O-E-Y-B-O-T-H-W-E-L-L. Because she's got pictures of her getting primped and made up to go to things where she's scantily but tastefully dressed and uh, she looks so amazingly gorgeous. And not only does she do movies and TV, she also does video games. And let's talk a little bit about theater, because you have a huge theater background. Wait, didn't she do voiceovers? Yes. You did voiceovers for video I, games. A little bit of voiceover. I've done motion capture for video games. Which means you're the character, right? You like put in a, like a, one of those suit things and you become yeah. the character. And they like put like balls on your face and then you go onto this big... like. Um, gymnastics floor and there's a bunch of infrared cameras all over the place and then the character moves however you do. In one game that's called Mass Effect 2 I play 700 characters in this alien bar and it was so fun to do. They kept asking me, you know, they'd throw up a character and it would be this, you know, Asian woman in furry boots and pigtails and a bikini and they would say dance how she would dance. And then they would say, okay, now you're a heroin addict having a episode in, in a corner. Do that. And I got to do the physicality of all of these wonderful things, and, and it was it was a really great experience. Oh, and you're very limber because you're I a choreographer. Love, I would love to do yeah. that. That would be fun being all those characters at once. Meanwhile, I look like shit, so forgive <laughs> me. Because we were out last night. No, we were out last night to the premiere of um, – Studio City. Studio City, the wonderful soap opera. And all our friends were there, and the drinks were four bucks. Oh. So you can imagine how everybody was soused. Where so was you, the invite? It, it, you wanted an invite? We if you want to get invited, we could have. You know, we you know, could have brought you. Like, you know, uh, and I really think of you as a friend, not like a client or whatever. Yeah. The, she's not a client. What do you call people? Like, a guest. Uh, yeah, yeah I don't guest. think of you as a guest. I don't know why. I think in the past life, you and I were friends or something. If you want to go to stuff, though, because we get invited to stuff all, all the, time. the time, I'll put you on my list of people to call Like when we, when we have seats. If I knew you better, we would have invited you to the Oscars with us. You could have come to the Oscars Yeah, what did us. you do for Oscar weekend? Did you do, do anything fun? I, I didn't. I went to Santa Barbara to go hang out with a friend. I'm in a play that's coming up um, in March, and we start rehearsals. We started rehearsals on Monday. So I wanted to take the weekend to just relax before I got heavily into rehearsals. Okay, so tell everybody tell the play a, so we can sell play. tickets. Sure. So. <laughs> um, it's Agatha Christie's Witness for the Prosecution. Oh, I know that. Um, I love that. Oh, you're Marlena Dietrich? Yes, exactly. That's oh, I love it. That, that's a great part. Great it's part. A great part. Wonderful part, and I get to have the German accent, which has been a great. lot of fun to play with. And um, I'm just and, I and that it. wonderful twisting ending is. I'm not going to give it away, but yes. the ending, the ending just flips you out. Tyrone Power played it with Marlena Dietrich, and you could see that film. It's a fabulous piece of work that Agatha did, and you're going to be perfect for it because you, you look German. You look German. Yeah, uh, I, 
Rochester. And, oh, I, I, where is it going to be? I want to go see it. It's at the Glendale Center Theater. You guys let me know and you can be my guest. Yeah, sure. I want to definitely March. come and review it. Please. March What's 21st open? till May what? 2nd. What's opening night? How does that look? Tight? March 21st. But how, can, we come, can we come to opening night? I would be happy to have you as my guest. We, we definitely want to come. We're, we we're, you're come. on our calendar. Yeah, we definitely want to come. Because it's a wonderful piece of work. It's an incredibly He knows anything. Work. If it's ever made in the Turner Classic movie era, he no, knows I, I, all I, 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 That's part of my career. Was, I know. You know, I had a show where I used to interview Jane Russell, Betty Davis, all the old stars. I did. I interviewed all of them. You can see it on YouTube, most of my interviews. You guys, too. Joey interviews people, too. So who are some of your favorite people? Did you get to interview Tracy Young that night? And then she won the Grammy two days later. I did, yes. What a, um, For her song with Madonna, wasn't it? Yeah, it was for her song with Madonna. I actually... Um, Knew Tracy back in Florida because she's from Florida, and I lived in Florida for many, many years. And we shot a music with Joya Bruno from Expose, and they were lovers in the video. And uh, and it's shot in my house. No uh, way. And oh, so, like, cool. I've known her for a long time. She's very, very cool, and I was super excited to see her that night. And I'm glad you got this because she's a really cool chick, and she's like member of Tribe, you know, because she's like. A Do lesbian. you remember on the red carpet, my friend Eugenia Cosmina? The blonde, the, tall, the yeah, gorgeous the blonde, blonde with, yeah, the with the blue sequence. Yeah. Oh Is she God. not drop dead beautiful? Oh, absolutely. I love absolutely. her. She's a, she's another great. She's the next um, Grace Kelly, oh, and she has yeah. such a way about her. She's like as, as as demure as Audrey Hepburn. She's just a beautiful girl. Everybody was freaking out over her. Let me also let me do another brag for you real quick because we were talking about video games, you guys, before, and she said she's all those characters in Mass Effect too, but she's also in uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, and yeah. uh, and like you know those Star Wars games, they're always like really popular. Who did you did you who did you play in that one? I got to I got to be a Jedi. Um, oh, that's awesome! So I got, yeah, I got to be a Jedi. I've had actually a very cool. Um, motion capture career in the sense that I've gotten to play a Jedi, I've gotten to play an alien, and then I've also got to play Barbie. So, <laughs> Oh my feel, God, how cool is that? that I, is I know, my inner child is just delighted. <laughs> and actually, the money in that is good, right? You don't have to tell us how much money you make, but it's good money to do that. It's the equivalent of, if not more, sometimes working on set um, SAG scale as a yeah. regular oh, it's, it's union, yeah, so it's, I know what you got because it's union. Meanwhile, yeah. a role has just come to me Yesterday, where I, you know, I believe I'm an alien and my relatives were from Mars. I really like ancient aliens. You ever watch the show? I believe all of it, every bit of it, okay. that we, we are descendants of people from Mars. And I've always wanted to play an alien. And just last night while driving in, I got an offer to play the king. Well, who am I? Orba? We can't talk about it. Oh, we can't talk about it. But anyway, I'm going to be the the king on the planet where the aliens come from. I am so excited to play an alien. Crazy king. He's going to play a crazy crazy king, king. which is exactly me. But playing an alien is really a part I cannot wait to do. Yeah. That's going to be so much fun. So much fun. So let's do some hypotheticals because you do so many cool things and you have all, all these wonderful things going on. First of all, do you have an agent or do you just find stuff on your own because like of who you are? No, I do. I do have an agent. I recently dropped my manager because I was like, I don't, don't really need, need this. No, you don't need manage. Managers ruin careers. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're really 
big. You don't need it. You need. An I agent. know so many movie stars. I'm talking about like Betty Davis people who wouldn't have a manager if you killed them. She said because you call the manager to do an interview and the manager says she's busy when she's not. That managers they have an idea of how to handle you, and they don't ask you. They just do it and they. I, I don't deal. Jimmy and I, if we need somebody to come on our show, we will not deal with their manager. Yeah, I don't. I, I no. get people on our own. We go over because the manager fucks it all up. Now, and I have to tell you, like I, I'm, I'm working on a, a film, and I can't say names or anything, but like I offered a, an A minus list star, three million dollars for five weeks, and the manager turned me down, and I was like, holy shit! I, for somebody who hasn't had a hit film in many years, I was super no, surprised. No, you talking about? You talking about who I know? I can't talk. I no, can't. the one I, you. He's a he's a famous actor. Yeah, but he's not. He he, he just had a hit movie. He, hasn't, long ha, he ago. hasn't had a hit movie in five years. It works, but he hasn't just, had a hit movie. I just saw a trailer of his movie. Yeah, and it bombed though. It didn't make any money. They made it for like eighty million, and it did like thirty million. That's a bomb. Oh my! He, he, he is he is one of the hottest names in Hollywood no, right not, now. No. Of anyway. course he is. Uh, we never agree. We're married. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So let's do a hypothetical. So so. Who, who, if you, if you could, I mean, you've already worked with some pretty big people because you've worked with huge TV stars because the shows that you've been on are huge. She hasn't worked with big people until she works with me. Okay, but if you, if you could work with any male and female star that you haven't had an opportunity to work with yet, what would you like? Who would you like to work with? Number one, and then the second half of the question is, if you could have been the lead actress in any movie ever made, uh, what movie would you have liked to to been in? And it can be a living person or a dead person that you want to act with. It doesn't have to be a living person. But who are some people that you think, oh my God, this would really be a great career thing, and I would love to work with these people? I mean, hands down, Meryl Streep would be just a dream to work with. They all, all the girls always say everyone that. Everyone says Meryl Streep. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't want to work with her as an actress. I want her to direct me in something. Okay, that's, that's even better. That's done. We haven't had that yet. We haven't yeah. had. That. I think Glenn, I think Glenn Close is a far better actress oh, than Meryl. I mean, Kate Blanchett. Oh my God, are you joking? Okay, oh, Blanchett no, would be great. No, Glenn Close is so understated. I mean, she really doesn't get the credit. Did you see her in uh, Widow? Uh, mar- mar- was it Woman Married Woman or something? Oh, what was it called? The movie oh where she hardly the wife, yeah, that the was wife. a great movie. She was intense. She didn't even talk. She didn't she even did need it. dialogue. It, her features, her face, her expressions told she's a brilliant actress. No, no, I don't I know what she's okay, so, okay, okay, so that's one that, that you want her to direct you. Who do you want to act with? As as a female? Yeah. A female actress. I mean, I would love I would have loved to have been Standing across from um, Judy Garland. Yes. Just do a musical number with Judy. Do you sing? <laughs> can you sing? Can you sing? I can, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. So you're a triple threat. So I know she's more because she's actress, dancer, choreographer, writer. I didn't say singer. I should have said singer, too. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's the weakest of my three, but yeah. And okay. then And in that same vein, I would have loved to have danced, danced with Gene Kelly. Oh, that's cool. See, and I would have liked to have danced with Fred Astaire. He was more my style than Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly was acrobatic. Fred Astaire was slick. Oh, totally. I, like, I mean, ha- I would fall in love with Fred Astaire on the dance floor. Gene Kelly, I would have I would have loved to have kept up with, you know, tap dancing. Yeah, and, but I, mean, I would have liked 
Fred Astaire, Fred Astaire to be my coach and to get me to be as suave and as smooth. And- <laughs> That's really cool, though, that you like the old movies because you kind of like fit with that in, in, uh, in, in a lot of ways because you're such Jimmy, a classic beauty. Jimmy, I tell all the young girls that say to me, Ron, like, what, what, what can I do to get better at it? I said, remember one thing, you're standing on the shoulders of Hollywood. Don't say it's old-fashioned. Sarah French and Sherry Davis, I gave a lecture to. I said, be glamorous. When you are out in public, make up hair and gowns and be glamorous. They listen to me. They're working like crazy. I love that. Don't go to a premiere in sneakers and a sweatshirt with no makeup on and your hair hanging. (laughs) Or wearing wearing something that looks like you're a hooker. Amen. Isn't that or the athleisure? I don't love that. I don't. I don't either. That. I I don't you're, even you're get the, it. No. You, if you were like that, I would have walked right by you. I wouldn't have said the things I said to you in private, folks. In private, I said to her, "I want to see if we can't get you some work because I think you're beautiful and you're intelligent." And I suspected that she had a lot of talent. You know, you have that feeling after a while. It's kind of a, a Hollywood, some kind of inner spirit and as we just unfolded on our show you see how experienced she is how delightful she is and how beautiful she is and i know that jimmy is thinking already of maybe casting her in one of the many movies that he produces absolutely and i told you that so you thought i was full of shit right <laughs> did you think i was I bluffing LA's full of shit but you know just keep how many people see- feed you that crap Oh, I'm sure with you, everybody, especially all the people, people who want to go out with you. you. <laughs> See, but, but, but I'm the real thing because you're on the show and we're making it public. So I wasn't a phony, baloney Hollywood jerk. And and it's always a compliment when a beautiful woman gets a compliment from gay guys because, you know, like it's, just, it's a real at, compliment. It's not like we're trying it, to do yeah. anything. Yeah, we're not trying to jump you. No, we have an inner gut feeling about what works and what doesn't. Somehow gay men may not look at a woman wanting to have sex with her, but. We look at a woman knowing that there's a qualities about them that we wished we had if we were women. Oh, I love that. Because, you know, we are half women. We're 50% women, 50% men. We think like women sometimes when we get bitchy. And when we're not, <laughs> when we're not, we when we're not bitchy, we are Hollywood men. I, listen, I don't want to brag again, but Bernadette Peters, I met years ago. She was from Long Island. She was Bernadette Lazara, and we used to buy all the Lazara Italian bread that they baked. And I saw Bernadette, and I got to know her, and I said, you're going to be a superstar. I said the same, who do I say the same thing to? Oh, Angelina Jolie. Hello, Angie Voigt grew up in my house. She's my daughter, Judith's best friend when we lived in Beverly Hills. And, I, and Angie was about 14 years old, and we had just moved back to California. And Angie came to the house to say hello to Deirdre. Well. 14, she walked in. She had a set of jugs on her, her face, her ass, her body. She was a woman. My daughter, Deirdre, looked like an ironing board. <laughs> she was still, well, she was a little teenage, you know, big, tall, five foot 11 screen And here was this woman, Angie. So I've gotten into fights where people said, oh, she's had so much plastic surgery and her boobs are fake. No, folks. Those boobs are real. She had them from a kid. This, those lips are hers. There's nothing done to Angie. I have pictures of her at Deirdre's sweet, uh, no, Deirdre's uh, first year birthday or second. And there's Angie with those lips and those eyes. First grade, not first. First year. grade, first grade. <laughs> yeah. So, so hold know, on, let's go back now. We anyway, I just want to finish my big long song and dance. I have a feeling that you, Sadie Katz, is definitely going to be a superstar. 
And I think that you're going to start to happen. Thank you. Really big time. No, big time. I think you got to get it out there, like I said, and let people see see and feel and know you. Uh, You have that sparkle. Not everybody in the business has the sparkle. He's right about that. I, yeah, I agree with him, and we yeah. go we go to maybe like eight events a month in LA. We drive in for, uh, so we go to a lot of events, and we meet a lot of people. And uh, he says it about one out of every like so many 50 starlets come up to me, and they yeah. say like one out of about every yeah. fifty. He'll be like, "This one's got something." And he they'll, said that immediately to me about you, like, "This one's got something." No, they will these beautiful, gorgeous girls, young hopefuls, and they come up to me with asking questions, and I silently say to myself. Get married, have kids, have a nice life because you're not. No, I don't mean it to be facetious, but you just don't have the sparkle. Uh, Nobody knows why Kim Novak and Grace Kelly were the greatest blondes in the world. It was a sparkle. I agree. And you have a sparkle, and so does Sadie Katz. Do you know Sadie Katz? I don't know. We're going to have to introduce you to her. She's a wonderful actress. She's up and coming. She's really big. And we're going to start dragging her now to all the red carpets. Yeah, we love we love her too. She's my good. So friend. let's go back though. Okay, so what movie? You didn't pick a movie yet. Tell me what movie would you have liked to have been? Any movie? It can be an old movie, a new movie, or an old movie and a new movie. Anything you like. Oh man, um, wow, there's so many. Dirty Dancing would have been one of my top lists. Oh my gosh! Well, she's a dan- she's un- understandable. She's a dancer. It's a great movie. I love that movie. Nobody's and, baby in the I corner. I mean, Patrick Swayze with that that whole scene. Are you kidding? His back and the dancing. I don't know. I love it. I love and I love the. It's timeless. You know, it's a it's a bit of a cult ca- classic that way. I love it. I think yeah, it's a yeah. fabulous movie. And you should definitely see Michael Damien's new movie. Oh, it's will. all it's all about dancing. The entire film. It's the life of a dancer. And the choreography is drop dead fabulous. The movie is fabulous and I don't blow smoke up anybody's butt or bullshit. This movie is so worth seeing. What's it called? High Strung Free Dance is the newest one. High Strung Free Dance. Rent it, watch it, you'll love it. It's Jean, what? Who's in it? Jane Seymour's in it, <clears throat> and a and a bunch of new up and coming gorgeous boys and Tom, girls. Thomas uh, who Doherty, who uh, was is in the the uh, that Disney show uh, about the kids who were the kids of the evil people. Oh, also he played opposite. the descendants. He's he's one of the descendants, and he played and opposite his Helen Mirren. Cameron, yeah, and then he was in the Helen Mirren uh, uh, thing about the Queen of Scots. Mary oh, Queen, okay. that's whatever right. on HBO. He, pl- he played he, the lover. He, he's the lover in that. Oh, uh, fabulous. Like really up and coming. And he's a terrific fella and good looking and very sweet. And the dancing in it is really, really good. He had a first one called High Strung about three years ago. Which is good also. It's very good. And then this is like a sequel, but it's not really because it's all different people. But it's very good. It just came out on What's video. What's wonderful about his film is he's combined hip hop with classic Right. And and I've never seen anything quite like it. You're going to love it as a dancer. You're going to absolutely love that movie. So please. Actually, and if they make another one, we should really introduce you to him because like, maybe she, they want a female's choreography perspective. My, Michael <laughs> Damien. Michael, Would you do that? Michael, yeah. Michael Damien's wife was one of the gold, the golden girls in Las Vegas. What were they called? Oh, yeah. Uh, Janine. Janine is uh, Janine Solid Be- Gold Dancer. She yeah, Solid, Solid Gold, gold Dancer. dancer. And Janine, wow. Be- Janine Best is the daughter of James Best, the famous actor. And he was the um, sheriff and, on Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, forever. 
So they're lovely people, and you would love to know them. And Michael Damien made that record years ago that was famous, Rock On. You know that song, Hey Kids, Rock and Roll, Rock On. It was the number one Billboard hit. That's him, and he's also a huge movie uh, soap opera star from Young and the Restless. He was Danny He was on every cover when he was a young guy that girls used to go crazy for him. We actually know a lot of people that you would get along good with because you have the same interests of them. So we have to introduce you to some fun people and invite you when they're all going there because it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, you'll come out to the house in Palm Springs when we have a get-together. Where do you live, L.A.? Yeah, I do. live in Brighton, West Hollywood. Uh, yeah, okay, it's not that far to Palm Springs. Yeah, Jimmy and I are in L.A. all the time, big in and out. <laughs> we were there three times in the last five days. That's why I'm exhausted. <laughs> I don't know how I, I, like got, I don't know how I did the show today. I so, didn't have my normal energy and craziness. So how often do you do red carpet interview stuff? I, quite honestly, I only do that one party once a year. Oh, okay. I, yeah, so I work for the Soiree LA. It was a random job that when I first got to Los Angeles, I literally found it on like, you know, backstage.com or something. And I met Al six years ago. And then what I What a nice I guy. Al's a great guy. Yeah, I really enjoyed really. meeting him too. We just met him for the event, but I really enjoyed meeting him. And I had a fun time at the event. It was fun. I love the room. The Roosevelt Hotel was built probably in 1922 or three, and this room is untouched. And as I stood there, I kept saying to myself, oh, I could see Gloria Swanson, Rudolph Valentino in this room dancing on the tile floor. But of course, not to that horrible loud music that was. I hate that music. I mean, they danced to the tango and violins, and it was romantic and elegant. Well, but and that, apparently that room was where the very first Oscars were held. Really? What a yeah. fabulous room. What a wonderful yeah. room. I, Actually, I, I felt it. I felt all the, the vibration. But like, really, next year, tell them not to make the music so loud. Oh, that's a, that's <laughs> we a, could that's We a, couldn't hear no, each other. <laughs> I mean, it's really uncomfortable. Every even the young ones were bitching because oh, we I, couldn't hear we couldn't hear each other. Last night, though, when we were at the Studio City premiere thing in Van Nuys that we went to, one of the girls was there, and I kept looking at her, and I was talking to her, and she was a musician and everything. And then, uh, uh, so we decided to follow each other on Instagram, and I saw her Instagram picture, and I was like, "Oh, that's why I know you. You were at the soiree, and we were there too, running the red carpet." And she was the girl who had the bodysuit on with all the little—it was like a beige oh, yeah. bodysuit with all the little holes everywhere around it. And the, the jacket. She yes. Had like a long Hold on. Yeah. Yes. So she was there, and I was like, I knew I had seen you, you know, someplace before, and that we were at the soiree, and we saw her at the restaurant. Because after the soiree, we all went and ate at the little diner in the Roosevelt Hotel. I love that little diner. I love the road. Did you know I stayed at? The, I stayed. At yeah, the, the hamburger's great. I stayed at the Roosevelt Hotel in 1949. I was just turning 10 years old. And my mother and my grandmother and I came to California to find a house. And my father and sister stayed in New York and they were going to follow. And we were guests of the Roosevelt Hotel. And there was a smell in the rooms of, I don't know what, but a, no, not an offensive smell, but a definite smell. That sometimes when I'm in the Roosevelt, if I walk around, I smell that smell again. And it brings, I was like 10 years old back then. And I just remembered feeling so rich and elegant i walked around that hotel 10 year old boy what i know and i felt like wow i'm gonna be a movie star and i'm gonna walk in this hotel as a movie star well almost there you go so i, I walked the hotel but not a movie star how yet. come you're not on twitter i um, i have a hard time i don't love social media 
Okay. I, no, it takes up. I know. And I really wish I did. I, I do my Instagram due diligently. I just feel like Twitter takes up a lot of my time and I'm just, I just like to be in my life as opposed to on my phone. And so I have to make. So you know, that's why you, so you've picked this. Good Instagram for you. Or, uh, yeah. I agree. Good for you. So everybody follow her on Instagram. It's Miss Joey Bothwell. Um, tell everybody again, when is your play and like how, and, and how, where will they be going to try to get tickets for it? And how much are the tickets? She probably don't uh, even know that yet. <laughs> dude, yeah. T- tickets are $30 a piece. The play is about two and a half hours. So it's not a, it's not a small play. The, uh, um, theater is absolutely stunning. It seats about 300 people. It's the Glendale center theater. Uh, it's right on orange and Lexington in Glendale. Um, and you can get the, Tickets on GlendaleCenterTheater.com, or there'll be a link in my bio on my Instagram. Do they still have Ticketron? Uh, they have other things. Is that Ticket around Master, anymore? Ticketron Ticket and Eventbrite and stuff like that is. I think people do paper stuff a lot tickets. now. Yeah. Yeah, paper bags or yeah, brown paper bag. So then also, um, you guys should go check out Frankie and Alice with Haley Berry and Stellan Skarsgård. That way you can see her getting blown in the face by Stellan Skarsgård. That would be so exciting. And. <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, <laughs> Check out all her different things, her video games, uh, Barbie, Mass Effect 2, Star Wars, The Old Republic. Follow her. Um, she's going to be doing all kinds of cool things, so we'll keep you updated, and you'll see her in photos because we're going to start inviting her places with us so she can come with us and, and meet other cool people because we think she's fabulous. And um, we want to thank you for coming on the show. I got like two, two minutes left because then we got to do a, a farewell thing. Um, so, so what do you want to talk about? We got two or three minutes. Give us something that, that you want. You got anything else you want us to promote? Uh- not at the moment, but I'd like you to say oh! hi. What He's kind of dog is that? He's a good dog. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Scooter. And How he has old the love is of my he? He's four. And he's a Chinese crested hairless Thailand Terrier poodle. Oh hi, friend. This is Astro. We have three rescues. This is our smallest one. He weighs five pounds. Uh, and his name is Astro. And I, I used have, to have I used to have a hairless Chinese crested like the 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 ones that don't have any hair that look real ugly. Yeah, yeah, that are, yeah. they're, they're not ugly. They're fabulous. They're wonderful dogs. Yes, uh, this is an Astro. This is a boy. Oh, so they're fags. <laughs> Uh, so this is Astro. We also have another dog called uh, Brandy, who's like a 35 pound terrier uh, terrier. Mix, and then we have a 130-pound Brazilian Mastiff. Oh my goodness! Um, oh, come to your we, house, and we'll, we lo- we'll hang we, with dogs. we love dogs. That is like our thing. We'll have a little uh, dog party. Connected. Yeah, we like our big dog. Unfortunately, doesn't like anybody, but there are other two dogs do. Here's Brandy. Hang on. Here's Brandy. Hi, Brandy. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> oh, Brandy, hi. Brandy, say hi. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, there's Scooter. See Scooter? Scooter is so adorable. How much does Scooter weigh? He's only six pounds. Uh, that, that's just like our little one. Oh my God, I love those little dogs so much. Now, was he a rescue? He was, yeah. Oh my God, that is so. Now I even love you more that you have a rescue <laughs> dog and it's so adorable. You gotta like love it. He's the love of my life, that's for sure. Oh, and he, that, he's now bringing you his owl. Oh, look, he's got a toy owl. That's so <laughs> cute. 
<laughs> I absolutely like love it. Yeah, we love dogs to death. This one has a heart attack. We've only had this one for about five months, and anytime Ron leaves the house, he has a heart attack and sits at the door, like yelping, waiting for him to come home. But he's am- so amazing. He's such an amazing dog. Cute. Oh my god. Cute. I love that. I think that's so fabulous. All right, everybody. So this is Joey Bothwell. Please follow her on Instagram, Miss Joey Bothwell. Check out all her stuff. We want to thank you for coming on the show. Anytime you have anything to promote, let us know. We'll bring you back. Definitely when the uh, the play is almost about to come, uh, we'll, 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 we'll mention and put it out there to try and sell tickets exactly. and help. And, if you have any tickets left, which I doubt. Yes, and we would love to come opening night. And we want to thank you for coming on the show. It's such a pleasure having you on the show and such a pleasure meeting you at the soiree. You too. Thanks, thank guys. You. Talk to you in private. Bye, sweetie. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. Her dog is so beautiful. I see the dog is. Oh, my God. Just dying. Look at how gorgeous the dog is. Just like her. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye, everybody. Yay. Wasn't that fun? So we've got four minutes. we got a lot of people in the chat room. Lots of people love dogs in the chat room. Um, uh, Tina Davidson is in the chat room. We want to say hi to Tina. And she said Stefan's there, too. Tina, we haven't seen you. Tina, you're like a ghost, like a stranger. When are we going to see you? And Stefan, what the fuck are you doing? Gotta like love it. So Tina, we haven't we, seen you guys in ages. We're so happy to see you in here, uh, Tina. It's very good. Also, um, Hub, congratulations on everything. Lady Lake Cindy, thank you so much for uh, all your help in promoting the show. Angela, we think you're the fucking coolest shit ever. Um, hey, you guys too. I want to give a shout out. So uh, Scotty J from Rock Titan TV. This is his last week with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Uh, he's going to be doing his own Rock Titan TV stuff. And uh, we want to wish him the best. So, Scotty J, thank you so much for a fabulous year. Uh, A little over a year that we've been working with you. You filled in. You were fabulous. We loved working with you. And we just wish you only the best success in everything that you do. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, God. Thank you, guys. Oh, God. Oh, I'm feeling all verklempt now. Yes. You guys are the best. Thank you. And uh, you guys can follow what he's got going on. Go to Rock. Is it RockTitan.tv? RockTitan.tv. You got it. There you go. And you can follow him. He's also RockTitan.tv on uh, Twitter and everything. So we wish you all the best in all that you're doing. And thank you so much for all that you've done. And uh, I think all, all, all will be great. So you'll be missed. And we wish you the best. Oh, yeah, I'm going to come over there and I'm going to crash your pad. Make no mistake. Well, wait a minute. Knock him dead, Buster. Go out there and kill him. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm coming over to your place. I seriously am. You're going to see like this big, huge, bald dude with a big red beard. You'll be like, who the hell is this bum sitting outside in front of our house who's defecated himself? <laughs> oh, oh, it's Scotty J. You're going to like I'll, love I'll, it. I'll let the Brazilian Vila out. <laughs> and you all, <laughs> then you, you will really will defecate All you'll yourself. be is a pile of bones after he ate your flesh. You actually really will defecate yourself. He's so mean, we but he's a, beautiful. We have a killer dog, unfortunately. <laughs> No, really, he's a killer dog. Um, so everybody in the chat room, thanks so much for tuning in today. It's really great. Oh, also, I don't know if I said it, gave a shout out. Twism White White Piece showed up uh, in the chat room, and we uh, want to say hi to Twism. There's so many people showed up. If I forgot you guys, I apologize, but we do appreciate everybody tuning in. Please listen to the replay on iHeartRadio because we're trying to stay in the top 100. Um, Rebel, thank you so much for everything that you do, and, and welcome back uh, with working with us on our show, we have totally appreciate it. And everybody, I hope everybody has a fabulous weekend. And uh, I guess that's it for us. We're gonna like be leaving you guys now, and we'll see you guys next week. So, bye everybody. Make it a party. Life is short. <laughs>
Absolutely. Bye, guys. Bye, Steph. Bye. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and newest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Listen past episodes, download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Russell. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.